Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money-saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Scott, make note it's Thursday. Oh, I know that day. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Lou. What up? Queen of the Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really seen you guys since then. No. How you no. been feeling? You're great. I had a good time. Yes, you did. It was fun. <laughs> yes, you did. I wasn't even hungover. In fact, best time ever. Best time ever. Blast in a she glass. She had the best time ever at Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. I saw her tattoo. <laughs> it's your face. <laughs> Steve-O style on my back. <laughs> no, if you look at some of the uh, some of the radio station pictures from, from Mardi Gras, I mean, you were all dressed up. I wanted to get into it. And you were. You were you were definitely in the spirit. And then Moon was like, you know, if you guys want to come up on stage, I took that serious. If you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, Things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so you know it's safe. Because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash Riz. That's drinkag1.com slash Riz. Check it out. I dare you. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? 
How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hello, Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems. Boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows. But they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a highway slab. I knew of their expertise with basements and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling. Because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous. It was ugly. It was bad. It was a safety hazard. But Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and pier. So it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com. Yeah. I was like, please. You were on stage more than moon. Come on. giving out beads. Out. Yeah, throwing out beads. Yeah. Had a reason for being there most of the time. Uh, you know what? And I'm 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 upset we didn't wander around because I wanted to take you mm. to a different part of Soulard to really show you because we were kind of tucked away. Yeah, pretty in much stayed at DBs. DBs the whole time. Yeah, I mean that, that the big giant tent, and you know we were along the parade route. But once you go up, uh, what would that be? Uh, west, like up the street, a couple streets past the uh, farmers market. Yeah. Yep. Like that's got... really like the thick of it. Hmm. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, where all the bars are. Huh. Where all like the Soulard bars are. Yeah, Have you ever a little yeah. Main Street over there? I've never been up there. You've never wandered up there for any in your whole life for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, for Mardi Gras. No, no, absolutely not. I've always stayed at TV's. Hmm. The only other time is when we played way, way back in the day before we were doing the DV's tent. Uh, 
um, like in the first or second year Greek Fire was around, we did um, we did a point event and it was negative twenty. My hands were frozen in the mic. Was that at like eighteen sixties or something? No, I think it was bar. I want to say bar one hundred and one, but that can't be right. Uh, Is bar one hundred and one down there? I don't know. It was another bar. It was in the parking lot on the back side, much much smaller than the party that we do now. Yeah. Uh, and man, it was it was maybe the coldest Mardi Gras on record. Yeah, was it snowing? Uh, maybe snowing, don't flurrying, or something. That. I just remember that like there was like a, a bar inside, and then the stage was outside. So as soon as the last song was over, everybody just yep, we're ran done. inside. <laughs> we're and done. then when the next band would start, they, some people would come back outside and make it for a couple songs and run back in. What were you? Uh, what were you drinking? Well, okay. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> what what weren't you drinking? Okay, so I started off with just a basic. Captain and diet. Okay. That's what I kind of had during the parade. And then our buddy Ryan comes up to me. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, how about Jack and diet? And then he comes back with one of those big, like, yeah, branded yeah. cups. So that's what I'm sipping on during the parade. And then I meet you guys at the picnic tables later on. And then we end up doing rumple mint. And I, was it an apple pie shot? What was the know. second it's, one? See, people started handing shots out. See, and that was the problem. <laughs> I went, I had two shots back to back. And then I think Ryan filled up my glass again yeah. with another uh, Jack and Coke. Yeah, I think that Rumpelman. Oh, Rumpelman's gross. That was. That was like I that? think what that puts you over exactly? the top. It's it, mint. Yeah, it's it's oh, basically okay. you know like the restaurant mints that you get on the way out yeah. of the yes. place or something. It's liquid that. Liquefied Ooh, and boozified. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, it was, it's it's, not it's bad. terrible. It wasn't terrible, but it's terrible. Like, you mix it like the people were so nice and made me feel so good and welcome. Like we got on the stage and people were chanting, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. this is great. And then <laughs> yeah. hearing Moon sing like that filled a void in my life. I used to you know, follow around cover bands Heck all yeah. the time back in May, and so I'm like, oh my god, these are my songs. Uh-huh. So a couple, just couple it was a in recipe. You. Sweet. <laughs> You dug the country stuff too. I, I know did. You're not, I know you're not a country fan. But it was but a good like, time. It was like stuff I knew. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. '90s country, yeah. totally different. It's it, it, its own animal. It was funny though. We, when we were sitting at the picnic tables, and uh, you know, hey, rumblement shots. I go, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> well, I was more thinking of you because you were. You were starting to get there. I was just having fun. You were getting loose, <laughs> and then it was rumblements, and then whatever apple pie shot. I don't know. When, whenever somebody asks me, "Hey, what what kind of shot do you want?" I don't I don't know. Hmm, I'm thinking about apple pie right I, now. I don't know. Just bring something. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the thing. I'm not a shots guy. DBs is like I have learned in my short time here that if I'm going to DBs with Tommy and everybody, <laughs> don't mm. order my own drinks because people are just going to come out with shots. You're not a shots guy because of the, that kind of stuff. The, the no, the, I I never the pie flavored. I'm ones never and all the that. one to initiate getting shots. No. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been that person. Um, I've. Okay, I, I take that back. The one time I did is when we were at my buddy's 40th, and I forget where we were. We were at a bar, and I go, round of shots for everyone. Oh, wow. In the bar. You were the my round of shots guy. was so pissed off at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I got tequila for everyone, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. All the tension's on me. <laughs> you I get all the attention. <laughs> and the bill. And the bill. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Ooh, my wife goes, what house. are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I've always wanted to do that. Round of shots for everybody. Remember, I was I was late to the to the drinking game. I was like in my upper 20s or something before I started. And uh, on the road, on the road, like I never was paying for booze. People were always taking us to places and then like offering us stuff. And I did not know until like years in when somebody finally like told me etiquette. Because, you know, I didn't, grow, I didn't grow up around it. I didn't start when everybody was drinking in our early 20s. I just wasn't a part of it. 
And when I was out there, I didn't realize until somebody pointed out that denying shots is somewhat of a rude thing, I guess. It's like an etiquette. There's like an etiquette with shots. Mm. I didn't know that. I thought, hell no, I don't want a shot. So people would always offer me, and i go, oh, no, 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 no thanks, no thanks. And I didn't realize I probably insulted a thousand people. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Cause that, cause that, you did. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's like somewhat of a big deal, right? Like, you really kind of have to oh, yeah, yeah. back it's your way out. It's a camaraderie thing. I think I didn't realize that. I thought it was oh, that's some somebody's offering me Unless something you're that's in very recovery. nice, I and know. I don't want that. Yeah, Unless you're in recovery. In recovery, if you're sober, then people get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I would have a drink in my hand at the time, and people would say like, "Oh, bro, let me buy you a shot," and I go, "No, thanks." And I thought, and then was, everybody turns their back. Go, hey, mm-hmm. you know, Moon's in recovery. No, he's not. He's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I just don't want a shot. <laughs> He's in the worst recovery You're not allowed ever. to say no. You are allowed to say no. If, if I were to accept all the shots, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. Wild. Well, so so we're doing the rumble mints. We're doing the uh, the whatever apple pie shot. I don't even know what's in that. Tippins. <laughs> Tippins pie is good. Yeah. I bet you taste there was it. No, there, there was no actual pie in the shot. Was it, uh, was it cinnamony? I don't know what it was. But then I had uh, held myself a tall boy or something. And I was like, woo, man, I was feeling a little loose. You know, yeah, we had rides down, so. You had a perma-smile. Yeah, had, I had a great had, time. You had a light perma-smile. I had a great time. So we go in and watch you guys. And then uh, Liv is there. She's, you know, <laughs> walking, like a, walking like a, a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> in a tutu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Wobbling, yeah, yeah. wobbling around. Top, yeah, like oh, like you're top heavy, like oh, leading with your head. <laughs> and there was a dude that was so hammered. There was a dude that was so so they had a uh, the stage and there was a metal barricade, like a bike rack, that was kind of like the uh, the the backstage area block. Oh, right. that, that bike rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a dude in sunglasses. You remember this guy? Oh, yeah, because they kept falling off, and I'd, like, pick him up for him. A guy in sunglasses. Scott, you were there? You were- yeah. This <laughs> you were doing something over there? was so trashed, and he kept calling you over. He liked me. He did. Yeah. He did. And Johnny Venus's wife, uh, she whispers me. She goes, I don't know, lives over there with that guy. They want to go save her. <laughs> I, go, oh, I don't want to be the adult here. I don't want to be the adult here. He was just being nice to him. He was he was being very nice to you too. He was. He was very huggy. He was very huggy. Very. I, huggy. I'm okay with the huggies. There was the barricade between us, so like I felt okay. Oh, I don't want to see any wandering hands, you know. Oh, no. Did you remember this guy? Yeah, yeah. She got his number. I, if did I remember. Not. Well, you, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Toasted. He was a bit. He was. A big fan of the show and uh, and the Super point. Super nice he guy. He was very very nice. Yeah, he but he was very me hammered earlier in the tent. He was like, "Oh my god, I love you so much. Let's take a picture." And so I knew from the get go, like this guy's gonna be around. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to see no wandering hands. He asked me. He asked me if I'd kiss his cheek, and I said, "No, I'm good." <laughs> For real? I didn't even yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Man, How insulting! That. You didn't do that. I, I know. That That's like turning down a shot. Yep. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and he was getting he was getting to be a bit a bit much. And then out of nowhere, a guy dressed like a Viking comes and takes him away. <laughs> okay, interesting. I missed that. Remember the Viking? Yeah, he gave me coins. <gasps> That's where the coins came from. Yeah, coins. Oh my god, I emptied out my purse and I'm like, what are these? And <laughs> so I couldn't the Viking remember. Too. What he mean? was super nice too. Like the honor, like guy. the honor coins. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I don't know what the what what do you call? They this? were like fake. Uh, 
They're I like, have no idea. Co- like, uh, I don't know, they were metal. Yeah, they're metal. They're gold and look silver. Like they're hammered. And what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> like, I don't, the, I don't know how to they're not a perfect circle. They're kind <laughs> of, I don't know, look like potato chips, like tiny potato chips, but they're coins with a logo on it. And a guy dressed like a Viking gave them to us. Yeah, so they're real. That sounds awesome. It was great. Yeah. We'll spread the wealth. No. Can, can I see? <laughs> no, I got show coins me, too. I got a handful so, of coins. So, and you don't remember getting these, but they fell I, out of I your purse. Remember, you don't remember meeting them, the Viking? But I don't remember who gave them to me or why or what was explained until I emptied my purse. I'm like, there's, what? Is, what? Oh, dude. Viking guy was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was super nice. I was able to pay my house off. I switched out those <laughs> coins. He was a huge guy. Huge guy. It like looked like his name was Magnus. I don't know. Did he have the horns? The hat horns? The horn uh, hats? Nobody no, he was not. He had hair like Thor. Yeah. Okay. Like long flowing blonde hair. Yes, and a shield maiden by his side. Uh, like uh, the, the leather cuffs. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, we have, a, we have a diehard fan named Don, and he goes by Don the Viking. Was it Don? I don't know. Oh, Perhaps it was Don. Maybe it was, was Don. Was you, Don? Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Super big dude. It's got to be done. Like not like fat big, but like man, if something goes down, Grab, I'm, I'm get the Viking. The Viking. Mm-hmm. Get the Viking. Get the Viking. <laughs> Something's about to go down. Live. Get the Viking. <laughs> I'm it. even considering if we go to like events and stuff like that to hire the Viking, just to that stand would be awesome. stand by us. I like that. It's a good bodyguard. Yeah, that's it what is. I'm saying. Yeah. We, he he invited me to go out to Renfest and hang out. So maybe uh, we have an in. I think we can do that. Like when we, we do our meet and greet at Point Fest, like Ooh. have the Viking stand there. <laughs> yes. I like this idea. <laughs> like have the Viking with us pretty much at every event. Let's get the Viking on retainer. Calling all Vikings. <laughs> no, this specific yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah you, uh, you know that um, uh, the uh, the DNA stuff? My wife found out she's like a Viking. Oh, like a 23 and me? A- everything it explains says, the big beard. Every, yeah, everything says you're from here. And it's, I mean... Scandinavian? Scandinavian. Huh. Huh. You are a shield maiden. I am 0% Viking. <laughs> I, was, I was 0% as well. 0% Viking in, in my, my DNA. <laughs> yeah, I'm from... No, like, but how cool would it be? Like, you know, we'd be the show, like the morning show, known to have a Viking travel with them. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be you dope. Know, because it'd be intimidating. And then at the same time, for the people that aren't just intimidated, that, that also, like, stop... And start asking themselves questions. Is that a Viking? Is that a Viking? I wonder. I wonder what he's doing here. Oh, I wonder where well, you listen, get that the Viking, kind of the Viking swooped in and you know took the guy away. And I, I said to uh, Johnny's wife, I said, I don't want. I don't want to be the adult here. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be the adult in this situation. I want another apple pie shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know we wound up. We wound up leaving around five o'clock. You know, after the uh, the yeah, yeah. country set. Yep, we stopped right at five. And uh, our buddy Ryan uh, drove us home. So when the car was, uh, you know, it was me, it was King Scott, it was uh, Mike, and Liv. Yeah. And I said to Liv, you sit in the front seat. <laughs> that was and I'm like, are you sure? Because I was like, you have longer legs, nope. you know. You sit in the front seat because you got the big window just in case. <laughs> I felt fine. Just sleepy. You fell asleep before we hit 40. Do you handle it? You don't get like sick to your stomach very easily with that stuff. Like you handle it pretty Not well. Not usually. I usually I'm pretty okay with that. Um, but yeah, if, if I end the momentum, I just I want to sleep. 
Yeah. And I ended the momentum. So I'm like, nap time. <laughs> and then I went home and I slept for three hours straight. And then Whoa. I couldn't get to sleep like that oh, night. No. <laughs> yeah, but it was Saturday night. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, That's man. True. What uh, what were y'all listening to? What put you to sleep, or was did it matter? It didn't matter. You were just like, ah. Oh. No, it was not. We were listening to nothing. Comfy seat. Oh, it was just quiet because you had. I mean, it wasn't quiet. Friend. I was cracking jokes, <laughs> as I'm known to do. Mm-hmm. And in the back seat. That does put You're people to it. sleep sometimes. I sat. On. I sat. Uh, I sat middle in the back. Good for you. I'm proud of you. That's something. That's I've, an interesting choice. That's something I wouldn't have seen you doing. What do you think? The queen needs to sit. Either up front or near a window. I don't care. You usually care. You usually care. You do have the shortest legs, though, of the of the people that were in the back. I know. I, I listen. I was <laughs> I was worried about other people's comfort. I'll be honest with you. That's very nice. Oh, I was thank okay. you. I was okay with that. Nice. Look, look what a couple apple pie shops will do. <laughs> yeah. Scott yeah. Zuto. Yeah. Yeah. Gives a little kindness. Gives Man. me a soul. <laughs> Gives That's me a soul. Yeah, kindness. <laughs> yeah, I looked up. I'm like, eh, she's she's out. By the time we hit forty east, I'm sorry, forty west, out. <laughs> we weren't even at Bush Stadium. Out. I remember you guys talking, and I'm like, I just want to rest my eyes. Yep, and that was it. I remember, like, everybody, like, I remember when King Scott got into his car, and I remember when Mike got into his car, and we dropped you off, and then all of a sudden, I was at White House. (laughs) (laughs) So now you saw, like, uh, what all the hubbub is about with with Mardi Gras down here. Cannot wait till next year. And and that's, that was, like. The tip of the iceberg. That was the lightest. Did you hear? Zero arrests? Yes. Zero arrests. It's because weed's legal. Well, yeah, probably. But this is also, like, the, like, most well-behaved, like, Chill Mardi Gras I've ever oh, seen. That's good. It was because I'm here. People uh, just felt the vibes. Did right. you hear your first tornado siren yesterday? I didn't hear it. No. I, I don't know if it was down here. I don't uh, think we so. We didn't get one by it. our house. We were in the middle of it. All the kids, all, all the schools in the area were all shut down. Oh wow! Like kids were were. Uh, they made them go to the yard in the cafeteria. They oh, were they all in the basements. It was like yeah. We didn't get one. We didn't get one up in Wildwood. Yeah, because we're right, right by, you know, Warrington and all that, so it was pretty close. You guys so. got one out there. I'm not sure about down yeah, here. Yeah, I, I don't th- think we did. No, we didn't. We did have some wind blow through, but I, I heard that there were tornado sirens going off in certain places. So I was wondering if you experienced, did, have you experienced one yet? Not here. Not I did here. one time when I was in Louisville like a decade ago, and that freaked me out. Yeah. I guess if you were here, like here in the building... It's one thing because there are a lot of other. I want to know when you are at home and you hear it for the first time. I'm grabbing my cat and hiding in the closet. <laughs> I want to know what I want to yeah. know what you're feeling when you hear that sound for the Terror. first time. Terror. Hmm. Then it becomes old hat. It really does. You sleep through it sometimes. You do all that. Oh, that's safe. Well, yeah, I've done that before. I feel like that would be easy to do because when they do the monthly test, sometimes I barely hear it. I'm like, oh, that was the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, see, now what you do as a dad is you go to the front door and you take a peek. Say, yep, yep, looks like it's coming from over there. I'll go down the basement now. Yeah, That's- well, and you also go and you <laughs> see your neighbor across the street. So you're like, well, now I got to go out in the driveway and talk to him to yeah, see how bad I, it and is. what I do, like, like the old <laughs> yeah. guy, and I'm sure everybody does this, is you put the family in a, all right, family, yeah, go everybody, into the, everybody yep. down. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> I'm going to get my underwear and walk outside real quick. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. Every time. Every dad, time. where are you going? I got this. It's I got, fine. I got to check it out. I have confidence in my speed of falling down two flights of stairs to get down to the basement. So in, in one of the storage rooms, it's uh, the foundation is obviously concrete. So it will go up against the concrete wall and I'll go, all right, let me go. Che- let me go to the backyard and go check out what's going on. Because if there is a tornado, I could outrun it. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Nobody else can, but you can. I can. No, You've yeah, got that dad speed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Again, being an adult. Try yeah. to be an adult. I don't know what that is, man. Somebody like mentioned that a couple years ago, and they're totally right. That, that is like the compulsion every single time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I learned it from, I think it's just you learn it from your parents. Because my dad, every time he, we had, the way our porch was set up was perfect to go and watch the big storms come through. And he'd do the same thing. He'd put us in the bathtub, and he'd be on the porch watching the storm. <laughs> All right, so I, I want to know, I want to know how adult you are. How much of it, I'm going to read you a statement, and you tell me if you agree or disagree with this statement. And this will tell us how adult you guys really are. People share way too much on social media. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. Oh, agree. I'll agree. Agree. That is an adult opinion. Oh. Screw touchscreens. I want physical buttons, especially in the car. (laughs) Almost like the, my dad used to say, just another thing to break. Yep. Mm -hmm. Every time. My dad still has roll down windows. I don't, I'm okay. I'm okay with the touchscreen. Yeah, I yeah. miss. I wish I had it on this laptop because my other laptop does have a touchscreen. I always poke it. I'm like, damn it. I'm okay with touchscreens. I'm okay. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with touchscreens. Okay. I didn't even think think about the buttons really. Saying screw touchscreens that is an adult opinion. So okay, good. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Saying bless you is an adult opinion. I hate going to concerts seeing everybody with their phones up. <laughs> Yeah, if it's for a that. prolonged amount of time, if you're like that. in and out, do your thing. Everybody's got the phones up. I agree with that. I don't care. I want it yes or no. So, no, you don't care. I guess I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I can look around. And still well, see when the you're stage. short, you have tall privilege. <laughs> yeah, must be nice. Real cool. That's all right. Rub it in. When you're as low to the ground as I am. Well, that's why you have tall friends. They tell you what's happening. Can I get on your shoulder, Scott? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's nice. You get the screen up in front of your face there. You can watch it. Yeah, I get well, two, I get two fine. I'm the only one in this room, then. <laughs> I saw somebody at the pageant with an iPad. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, man, he's oh, held it against yeah. this person. He knows what his face looks like. He's waiting to run into him in the street. He's been talking about this guy for years. With an iPad. <laughs> I can't believe they let him in with an iPad. <laughs> Holding it up with two hands in the pit. <laughs> he's waiting to see him again. I'm telling you, man. He knows exactly <laughs> what he looks like. Who what band was playing? Oh, man, I think it was the Rob Zombie show. Really? Huh? Yeah. Some, like, I think it was boomer a zombie show, fan. Ho-ho show, <laughs> Rob Zombie, pageant. Were you at that show? I don't know. Maybe. Great show. All I could do is focus on the one guy. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen... There was fire and, like, monsters and... I've seen, Rob Zombie. I've seen Mr. Zombie many times. I don't. And know all I'm this. thinking is the guy in the pit with an iPad <laughs> holding it up, filming the whole thing. Hilarious. <laughs> I will never own an e-reader. Nothing compares to a real paper book. I literally have one with me. So. An e-reader? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I, I haven't thought about it because an e-reader, if I'm going to use that, I'm just going to do it on my phone. And if I'm going to hold something, I do like the book. It's audio book or, or physical for me. So I guess, I, I, yeah, I guess. I've never had one. I've never like had an e-reader option. either. It's my, a nice option. My wife reads a ton of books. Like, she'll probably read five a week or so. And Physical paper e- books? Well, she has the e-reader now. We just got like her Kindle. one. So she's just been flying through books. And, yeah. Uh, so I guess she, if she's a pro reader, she loves that, then maybe I should be on board. But I like the books. I like the smell. What of does it like matter? Words are words. It's the same words here and the same words there. Yeah, it does seem to make sense, especially yeah. if, you, if you're going on vacation, you're hitting the beach, and you yeah, want to read it's four great. books. Yeah, you got four books on one little thing. Yeah, a cheap little thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. Small. So incomplete for me. I don't, does I an don't iPad own count? Reader. Does an iPad count? Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. an e-reader, because you could download books on there. Well, great. I'm yeah. all for it then, I guess. 
I need you know to what? Get, I have I read a book on an iPad. iPad, and you can actually take your finger and pretend to turn the page. Really? I need to get an iPad. The thing with iPads, though, is that the screen is different than the e-readers. The e-reader screens are a little more matte, so it, it's almost hurt paper. Yeah, it's almost papery mm. to Incomplete look at. for me. Really? Huh. That's part of the appeal? Like, yeah. It makes yeah. a difference? They won't hurt your eyes. They don't have the backlight thing. Okay, speaking of this, huh. speaking of uh, paper books, paper menus are far superior to QR codes at restaurants. Yes. Give me that menu. Yeah, give me the menu. I'm with you there. Give me really? the menu. I'm with you there. We sound like old people talking yeah. about Well, I that's what we're figuring out. <laughs> I, I figured with all the way, you know, you hate things on your fingers and how gross the menu could be. And I, no, it is. Yeah, but that is a big I, thing. It is gross. The menu is probably one of the grosser yeah. things at a restaurant, but I feel like it's part of the experience. Yeah, I do feel Absolutely. like the restaurant's getting cheaper whenever they have the QR code and no menu option. But even if they have the menu and they have the QR code, I still do the QR now. I like that better. Well, you got to think too, uh, as a parent, when you go there, the uh, yeah, you're the, distracted. the QR thing is kind of obnoxious. Yep. Because then I'm looking, and then you know, you kids aren't kids. really supposed to have their phones. You know what I mean? Or or they don't have their phones or something. So you're like, uh, do you guys want? Um, you know, and then you're zooming in, and here's the kids menu, and it's just obnoxious. You know what else is obnoxious in that same vein? Um, the main mall replaced the hours on the door with a QR code. So instead of having the hours on the door uh, at the mall, you have to boop it. Well, <laughs> what? As as a parent, That's awful. as a parent who has you know two kids now with phones, we go to a restaurant. We go, all right, phones away. Yep. Mm. Oops, phones away. Except for now, you need it. Now you and like yo, know, hey, leave your phone in the car or put your phone in your pocket. Now with the Restaurant, QR codes, everybody's phones back on the table. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they look at a kid's menu, if it's like an advanced enough QR code, it's like, hey, you want to play this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're going to other places. Now the phone's back on the table. I don't know, give me paper menus. Paper menus and crayons, please. <laughs> don't take those from me. Yeah, still to this day. You know, hey, if they throw out the crayons. I love oh, it. Oh, of course. I love I'm it. playing tic-tac-toe with the kids. Yeah, I'm like, well, you're not going to do the maze? I'll do the maze. <laughs> I like a good uh, word search. Love the oh, word me search. Too. Love the word search. Or the word scramble. Love that too. That's a good one. Give me all the games. <laughs> I just want to speak to a real person on the phone when I call a business. Automated customer service lines are the worst. Yeah, that depends. Yeah, it does, yeah, depend. it does yeah, depend. Give me a real person. If I have a question, give me, give me a, real a real person. person. If it's something I can just do with with, yeah. with buttons and, and... Like check an account, see how much you owe or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah. sometimes it totally makes sense. The automated thing is brilliant. Yeah, quick. Give me a person. Every time? Pretty much. But what if it, you know it's going to cost you more time to seek out the person, ask the question, find the answer, and then handle the problem? I'll hold. <laughs> yes, I'll hold. Uh, no, I want to get off the phone. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of hold music. Uh, okay, so that's a... Okay. That is a good genre. That's an adult opinion. Uh, I want to read articles online without entering an email, creating an account, and giving out my phone number. Yeah. Yes, okay? Yeah. You know, back to I the- I don't know if that's an adult opinion. No, that's, that's a, a same. Opinion. Back to the whole thing. I had an experience yesterday uh, with a company that wants you to talk to a person. Why? Because if you're not happy or you want to cancel, they need to try to keep you on there. Mm. Because we were trying, we were trying to. I, I got this like package, this vacation package, right? Yeah. And it's like you can book any time, and you split up the days. And like, oh, this is gonna be great. Our families you know, love this. And I called to book it, and they didn't have those dates. And okay, how about this place? Like, oh, no, we don't have that either. We don't have that either. I was like, you know what? This ain't gonna work out. Let's just cancel it. And they they would not allow me. 
And I was like, oh, I'll just do it online. They're like, no, we, you have to oh, talk yeah, to a person. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, yeah a lot of those. So That's I was like, oh, wow. Canceled. I have I to talk to a person to book this. I have to talk to a person to cancel this. I have to yeah, talk if to you're a person. Gonna, if you're going to quit, quit to my face. But it, was, it, was, it was even before that, like just in case. They would not allow me to even book it online because if it doesn't work out and somebody's like, oh, please cancel, they want to talk you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. So they were offering me all sorts of stuff. I said, no, it's all good. You guys have been wonderful. I don't want this. I don't need a smart refrigerator or toaster. I don't need one, but if I had one, cool. I'm not going to go out of my way to get one. Now, my buddy's got uh, one of these fridges that you could see inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like man. You could pull up on. Uh, he's got an app. He's got the Is one it, that like counts the, the it kind of like uh, takes inventory for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you can oh, see inside. So he can see inside. So does he live in a convenience store or one of those? <laughs> he can see inside it. And I saw it. I was at his house. Let's check this out. And I go, I don't need this stuff. Nah. I don't, I don't need all this stuff. Because aren't most of those able to track your Just logos more stuff and all break. that? Yeah. They know when you're getting low on supply and they reorder. Super expensive. Oh, yeah. Super expensive. Seems like an unnecessary expense. And what's the play? You're saving energy because you're not opening the door all this much? I don't know. I think the play is, wow, how cool. I can pull <laughs> up my refrigerator on my phone. Cool. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're traveling a ton, maybe maybe that has some, like, real I, I benefits. I see. What benefit? Well, what? May, maybe if you're like, oh, man, I need orange juice when I get home, but I got to check <laughs> just to make sure. I don't want to get home. And heaven then have to forbid! Go back out. Heaven forbid! I get home and there's no orange juice. I thought you meant when you're traveling, you bring your toaster along so you can have a GPS or something. Now you can check to see if you're missing something. I okay. guess before you get home, right? I will I say even. I made an adult purchase for my toaster when I moved here. It's longer and it's got a window so I can see the toasted level. Whoa! Wait, what? that's worth it. What is that? So fancy yeah, I'm not. Thing? It's not like a toaster where the pieces of bread are side by side. They're they're just they're next to each other, and you can see the level of toastedness. Oh wow! So you can future, you know, boop it out. You know, I trust it gets the crispy. timer. The I don't. The toaster window. <laughs> yeah, I got a window on my toaster. They invented that. Unnecessary. Man, that's what a toaster oven is, though. It's just a toaster with a window. Yeah, but the bread's facing you. It's upright. It's yeah. called a vision toaster. Ooh. Right, one final one. One final one. I don't really want people I don't know on my lawn. I live in an apartment complex. There's people all the time outside my window. <laughs> I don't really want people I don't know on my lawn. That's a full dad comment. That mm -hmm. is a full dad comment. But yeah. a good one. And I guess something I, you agree with. I guess I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. But I feel like if I say I lived the cul-de-sac life and families and kiddos everywhere, like if kids are like riding their bike and having a good time, I'd be like, welcome to my yard. Yeah, I think there's an age yeah. limit. If they're, yeah. If know, King if, Scott's in my yard, I'm going to be like, bro. Yeah. Why is a homeless guy out there? <laughs> I am 15 cool. and under. I am cool with the kids doing that stuff. Yeah. It's kids, good if kids are. 15 and under. Kids, yeah. kids like uh, uh, cut through our yard and there's a lady that's right on the other side mm. and she does not handle that well. So the kids know... Steer clear of that gal, and you can come through all of our yards. Like, all, all of my neighbors right right with us, we're all super cool with everybody, and, like, kids can cut through. And I'm totally fine with that. I, I hated those neighbors. In my neighborhood when I used to grow up, and there was, like, one person, if you jumped their fence, they'd start shooting at you with a BB gun, which there was. I'm serious. You're just like, you're the enemy of the world. You're the This is the worst person in town right here. There was a guy and a gal. Who used to shoot at us with a BB gun? If if you cut anywhere near their lawn, anywhere near it, dude, anywhere near it. Wow! And it backed up to a church too. 
Like She's, set up like a full like security system. They, she just always <laughs> well, was there. Like somebody's turrets. on watch. She was always by the back door, and if she saw you, one of them was going to start shooting. Yeah, well, I remember cutting through lawns, you know, as a kid, hopping fences to get to the park. Mm. To get to the park by my house. That's the thing. This, there was no fence here, and their their stuff went all the way back to the church lot where we used to play football. So, like the church lot field and 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 uh, and playground, and then to cut through, all you got to do is just cut through a corner of their yard to get right to the mall. Yeah. yeah, to get to the park, it was a good saving of ten minutes to cut through this person's lawn, or else you have to walk all the way around. They threatened you with violence. Uh, yeah, they were. They would. They would be pissed. <laughs> They'd be pissed. They'd come out every once in a while and start and chase us away. But I was. Run, I, I'm not loitering. I'm just running through. Right. Right. What does it matter? It mattered. Although I'd be pissed off if they did that to my lawn. So I, don't know. <laughs> I guess I get it. Uh, how about all right? So how about this one? Using apps for everything. Like when you go to Disney World, you're not you're not able to do anything unless you have like the Disney World app. Yeah. Ooh. I don't think I experienced it that much. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I went to Disney once, and it was a handful of years ago, and I loved having that on my phone. It was so handy to see where I was going, have my fast passes on there. Yeah, you know what? All in one place. Went to Six Flags mm-hmm. last summer. If you have the Six Flags app, that's pretty That's pretty good with the map, and they show the wait times on, mm-hmm. the, on the rides. Yeah, oh, I'm okay cool. with that. I didn't know they had those now. Six Flags has it? Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I was unaware. Oh, dude, so when was the last time you were at Disney? 2017. Who'd you go with? My ex-husband and his parents. Oh, fun? Yeah, because, like, they didn't do rides, so I get to go in the single rider lines, and I went wicked fast. Whoa, it was great. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, there are people who love Disneyland and Disney World and people who hate Disneyland and people who like them once in a while, but after an exhausting, like, 12 hours at the park... They're good for a year or, or five. Like I would last time we went to Disneyland, brought the kids in in L.A. Uh, we were there all day. I'm good. I'm hoping to go back this year. I haven't uh, seen Galaxy's Edge yet. Like I'm good. I want to see that too. That's at Land or World? World. Oh, they have them at both now. Actually. There, there's a guy, fifty year old guy named Jeff Reitz, who just earned a Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland two thousand nine hundred ninety five days in a row. Wow. Eight years, three months, 13 days. His run stretched from 2012 to 2020. His last visit was March 13th, the last day the park was open before closing for COVID. Uh, clearly, he's season pass holder, so what's the money spent? I That's what I'm trying to figure out. He was trying to make it to 3000 and was only five days away. But he struggled a bit during the pandemic and decided to make changes in his life, and one of them was to stop the streak and just move on. But his record was just certified by Guinness. And he says he'd love to return to Days of Land and, sh- and, and show it off, but he hasn't decided on a return date yet. But what are you getting out of going 3,000 times in a row? You've done everything. Funnel cakes, man. <laughs> Dole whip. <laughs> yeah, like, what, are you, so. what are you eating? Yeah. Right, there's also this huh. Disney thing. And and you've been to an amusement park with, with, with young kids, right? And yeah. some of them are eligible for some of the rides, and some of them are not eligible. Yeah, because of height. I think I know the story you're going for here. You know what I'm talking about here? Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. a story that's going viral. Oh, dude, it took me back to uh, to my uh, short days as a, as a young boy. This took me back to we were on Disney Cruise. Disney Cruise. My son was four or five years old. My daughter 
you know, it was like two. And there's a big on the on the deck of the boat. Big giant slide. Oh yeah, the slide Slime. that goes over the edge. <gasps> Super cool. Yeah. Oh, it's Super so cool. cool. I will give it to Disney for having that, that, yeah. that down. It's, that was pretty... it's 16 stories above the water. Or, Is it like oh. see-through? So yeah. Like oh, yeah. In it, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. looks so go, cool. You go oh, yeah. over the water, dude. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. But you need to be a certain height to go through the, to go through the slide. My son was not that height. My oh. father-in-law went nuts on the guy. <laughs> the poor ride operator. <laughs> They're just following the rules. Of course. Just following the rules. Next thing you know, my, my father-in-law has a wad of cash out. Oh, no. Like a knot. No way, oh, yeah. dude. He tried to buy the slide oh, guy. He did. <laughs> that is incredible. That's how you do it right there. Like, the man was wearing a bathing suit. I don't even know where the knot came from. <laughs> I don't want to know. And I don't want to touch any of the bills now. My father-in-law is a cash-only guy. Oh, interesting. For so, moments like these. For moments yeah. like this. <laughs> so the knot comes out, and I see, I see. What's it going to take? I see bills coming out. What's it going to take, fella? I go, Michael, you can't bribe this guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably making minimum wage. You That's, can't bribe this guy. I bet you, you hates can. hates his life. Apparently, you can. Okay, oh, I was like, oh, I bet you, you can. He huh? Every slide, guy has, every slide guy has his price, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is good to know. Like for the next time I'm on a slide. Well, I, oh I elbow my wife. I go, look at your dad. He's trying to bribe the slide guy. I'm, I'm going to go up. He can't bribe this guy. Next thing you know, my kid's on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, this couple yeah. is, is facing the Internet's wrath right now. You know why they have a, a height limit? Yeah. It's so on the dipsy doozy, the kid doesn't fall out. Right. Right. Now, does this seem fun and clever to you or just risky? So Ty and Haley Kelly live in Florida. They run a popular TikTok channel where they post videos about their kids. Sure, everything's cute. Look how much fun we have as a family. <laughs> Smile for the camera, Timmy. Only the good times. <laughs> uh, but they've been catching heat for this, uh, for this quote-unquote hack they came up with to get their young, young kid cannon on more rides at Disney World. So they essentially added lifts to his shoes to give him the extra inch or two needed to hit 38 inches so he could ride the adult rides. When you say extra inch, it's not an extra inch. It, yeah, these, he, he needed a solid two and a half. Yeah, they cut the tops off some flip-flops and stuck the soles to the bottom of his shoes with Gorilla Glue. And the soles of the shoes that he was wearing already were a super solid inch. Oh, you know, and these they look, were thick this shoes. is a little kid. He oh, looks like boy. a little kid. Yeah, this is a little Wearing dude. little kid shoes. Like like full sentences are cute. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? Like that little. So he's not like a short nine-year-old. No. no. And, see, and that, and that uh, was the okay. thing that it took me back. I, when the Ninja opened at Six Flags, we'll have to look up what year that was. Whatever year it was, I wasn't very tall. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I had to ride this ride, man. My older cousin just did it. It was like, this is the greatest ride I've ever done. It's got two corkscrews and a loop, and I got I got to do this. I'm the daredevil of the family. So I went and I, I took Clark's orthotics. He used to wear these orthotics. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's for, but it's fixing your arch or something. Well, makes this little man a little bit taller. And then I would put <laughs> some uh, some uh, tissue. I'd go in there and like, get some paper towels and put them under the orthotics. So my ass was about to fall out of my shoes anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. 
A, that ride rules, and B, I know why they don't want short kids on it. Because if your butt, your spine to head is only this big, your head is basically a ping pong ball mm. between yeah, the two. Slam it off. Oh. Yeah, between the two things that come down over your shoulders. So it hurt like hell, but man, what a ride! Yeah, you'd have been seven. <laughs> it opened in '88. Yeah, so I, I was a little little fella. Dang, rocking that ninja with orthotics. In yeah, it. I mean, listen, I've had to, my my daughter, my daughter, my daughter's very small. And uh, she's 11 years old, and still she can't ride all the rides. She's right. that small. Right. She gets devastated. Oh. Breaks my heart. But Grandpa pulls out cash. I go, I'm not your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they cut the flip flops, stuck the stuck the soles to the bottom of the shoes with Gorilla Glue. So some people immediately were like, "Best parents ever. Look, they care so much for their kid." Others like, this is basically child endangerment. There's a reason you can't go on some rides until you're tall enough. Why? Safety restraints, you big dopes. Yeah, uh, this is a little kid. Safety, look, look, look safety up the restraints are not meant for somebody that's small. Or as a person in the in the comments put it, they make special shoes to help their kid fly off roller coasters. That's what they did. <laughs> They made special shoes to help oh. their kid fly off roller coasters. Look at these shoes. Yeah, he is a little guy. Yeah, I mean, he's carryable. You know what I mean? Like oh. if He's a carryable kid. If you can still carry a kid, go by the rules. He's That's got little sick. kid, little kid Velcro shoes. I've yeah. seen this with just like a layer of flip-flop. And flip-flops aren't that thick, but that... That's thick. Oh, you've That's seen people juicy. do that? You've seen people like... I've seen that on the internet for years. Yeah, this but is a double. This is a double flop. So he's got thick shoes already, and then they took two layers of flop. That's gotta be at least. Two and like to three you said, inches. the head thing with the head rattle and stuff—they can't be good for that little of a uh, or young kid. Well, no. And yeah. if I were Disney, I'd go. You guys are banned from the park. Yeah. I wonder You're if it'll hacked. come to that. So, somebody said something like, uh, "Well, at least the kid's name's Cannon because he's about to get fired out of the run." <laughs> <laughs> so there's been so much backlash to this. The dad <laughs> posted good. a follow-up video defending himself and revealed that Cannon actually is tall enough for the rides, mm. even in normal shoes. Uh, sure, it's, it's just for the talk. Get the f out of here. Just for the to talk. <laughs> I think it's more appropriate. Get the f out of here. Yeah. And he measured him on camera to prove it. So it turns out they did the whole thing just to go viral. And you didn't actually need the lifts. Well, it worked. Still, other parents might try it now. But uh, for what it's worth, it sounds like uh, this is not this is not a new idea. And yeah, somebody, somebody claiming to be a former Disney employee weighed in and said, hey, this happens sometimes. And that's why they're trained to look at kids' shoes to make sure they haven't been tampered <laughs> with. They understand this can happen? Would you say it was not, that was 88 when I, did that, when I was doing the mm -hmm. orthotics thing? Amen. I was doing. I would do anything for a thrill. That's when TikTok <laughs> first came out. You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, but it was nothing like that. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking like I was maybe gaining an inch, <laughs> maybe. Your dad never pulled out a knot of cash and started going, "All right, how my much dad you get never this went kid? to the theme park. How much you got? Life. <laughs> Dumped him off. Bye. Uh -huh. My mom is the adrenaline junkie. She was the one that was on all the rides. Screaming Eagle is still her favorite ride of all time. Screaming Eagle, Boss, like she, remember, she still goes yeah, yeah, every yeah. year to Holiday World I, and, and all these things. Like my mother is an adrenaline junkie. I'm just junkie. being taken back to the, to that cruise and sitting there poolside, <laughs> sitting there poolside in the little kitty Disney, you know, Disney pool ship like Mickey Mouse's head. Yeah. Watching with him. With my daughter who was still in diapers and I go, don't put your head under the water.
Oh, that's right, the right, pool right. where the kids pee in. Mm. Meanwhile, like the little kid pool, like don't put your head out of the water. <laughs> Meanwhile, your father-in-law's got wet money over here paying this. No, and, and my son comes over again. He's like you know four, five years old, and his cousins are taller than him. And cousins got to go on the ride. And he comes back in tears. Aww. And my father-in-law gets up, and he might as well have said, "Oh, he's getting on that ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting on that slide." Go. Let's see how this plays out. Oh, he got on the slide. He got on that slide. Yeah, the Disney cruise was was not my first choice mm. of it's vacation fun. that year. It's fun, though, dude. Admit it. If your kids were older, it'd be even more fun. My kids were like phew, right in the prime, dude. Those those dances at night, the uh, the pirate thing, and Castaway Key, all of it. It was sick. My daughter was too was too small. They, and they have like a little place for where you could put babies. And she had like separation anxiety. She got herself oh. sick. Oh. It was, oh, it was terrible. Bummer. If the kids are the right age, it's a sweet. I vacation. could see it being a being yeah, a, a cool thing, maybe for older kids. And it's kind of like inclusive, right? Like all the food and everything. You don't have to worry about any of that. You just show up. And yeah, everything's eat. included. You, you and they and they rotate you through the restaurants, and they're all different themes, yeah. you know. And they uh, the the coolest part. I know it sounds silly and like a sales thing, but like coolest part is all the different restaurants are super themed, you know, in, in different movies and foods and cuisine. But the the staff, the waiters. Will follow you. They stay with you. Yeah, yeah, the they stay with you cruise. the entire time. Oh. So you get to know them. They get to know your family. Like I know that sounds silly, but like, yeah. what a play! Cool. It was perfect. It I was remember the cool. one restaurant, Painter's Palette, okay, where you draw yeah. a picture, the animation stuff. Yeah. yeah, you draw a picture and they animate it while you're, no, while you're eating. Yeah, <gasps> and then the under, and then the uh, the uh, Finding Nemo one, like the turtle comes over because the whole screens follow all your 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 tables, and the guy comes over and like talks to you. The characters Crush. talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Crush comes over <laughs> and talks to you and is like, what about you, little dude? And then, like, you talk to them and they talk back. And it's, I love that. Oh, it's so cool. Well, even some of the, the artwork. The kids just freak out. I want to borrow art- someone's kid to do that. Even some of the artwork <laughs> on the ship, like, you, you're looking at a painting and the painting's move. Like, you know, that move? Yeah. The, the, the yeah. Kid, dude, for kids that age, they, Every little they detail. feel like yeah. they're in a Disney movie. Aww. It's freaking sweet. I was a very salty and grumpy 30-something-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Who wanted to go to Aruba instead of going... <laughs> Boy, we had a we had so much fun. Maybe if I go back, I love that they they're man. That's just so cool. I've heard CEOs in the past where they'll go to Disney just to learn how to do customer service. Yeah, that's brilliant, dude. The way they're like the best of the best with it. Even the way that they introduce you, all the princesses in wow. there, and they say your family cool. name, and like you like you're going into the ball. It, like with kids, just ate that up, dude. It was it <laughs> was know, expensive, Jared. But it was good, Jared. Here on the instant feedback. So let's say that let's say they got the kid on the roller coaster. The kid shouldn't have been on the roller coaster. They put the lifts in the shoes. Kid falls, gets seriously injured. The parents sue Disney. They probably would. They probably would. Yeah. And then put it on TikTok. Yep. Speaking of parents, and I'm going to take this story with a grain here. Okay, this is going. This is going viral. Um, man. Okay, bear down for this one. Okay. And and please feel free to ask all the questions you want. So wedding wedding makeup artists will have seen will have seen it all when it comes to behind the scenes at a wedding. Oh yeah, all the from, bri- all the bridezillas from tantrums yeah. to bad, last minute I need to back out bad grooms. I but I think the makeup artist you know there with the bridal party I think they see a lot of drama. Yeah, a lot of drama. The guys I don't know the weddings I've been to the wedding parties. That I've been a part of, my own included. The guys are just like, all right, let's get hammered. 
he's going to get married, and then we'll go mm. drink more. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into the bridal stuff. Yeah, the dress and the makeup and everything's got to be perfect. The hair. Okay, so one makeup artist has taken to the internet and told a story about a wedding that left a lot of people stunned. So the makeup artist, we'll, we'll call her Jenny, uh, had been helping a bride-to-be use the bathroom before her ceremony when they encountered what they describe as an alarming scene involving the groom and the groom's mother. So the bride walked into the bathroom, and what she saw was enough to end a wedding. What, what was it? What do you think? You said involving the groom and his mother. Yeah. In the bathroom? Yeah. Is the mother still alive? <laughs> I'm not making yes. any guesses. Was the mother fully clothed? Uh, yeah. Holy oh. smokes. Oh, no. Pra- he wasn't practicing, right? Was he just like, was he zipping her up? <laughs> practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to guess. Was it, oh, no. was it cheating? Was it was it drug use? Wait, wait. Mother or stepmother? Mother. Was Mother. he like holding her dress as she peed? Mother. Oh, good call. Oh. See, my, when I when I saw that when I saw that uh, when she saw enough that it would end a wedding, all my first thought was nothing. I didn't go sexual. I went, mom and kid are just doing like cocaine. Like, just drugs. Oh, I see. But no, no, it's worse. Way worse. Way worse. Way worse. The groom was being breastfed by his mom. What? No. How is she still lactating? That was my question. Thank you. And people on the internet are like, well, she must have kept it going. Ah. What? 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 The groom was being breastfed. Explain yourself. By his mom. I mean, she had to have said, explain yourself. Although, you know, not an ideal image to have in your mind's eyes. You walk down the aisle, the bride still went, a, went, went, a, went ahead with the wedding. What did she, what did she say? Uh, I don't know the, I don't know what the follow-up was. To but I'm thinking, feed. All I'm thinking is that the you may kiss the bride part is going to be oh, really weird. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> what that mouth do? I don't know what that mouth do. <laughs> I like oh, it. Look man. up the story. All right. Bride alarmed after finding groom being breastfed by his mom before the wedding. Man. Does it come up? Hang on. Oh, yeah, I got the story. Yep, I have is. this story here. I what? read it first thing this morning. I go, oh boy. So, oh, confirmed, confirmed. Okay, what happened afterwards? Did she get it annulled or something, or did she leave him like... The whole thing is everybody... The makeup artist said everybody's in the room waiting. So the make... Okay. Everybody's in the room waiting. You know, I guess we're going to have to go on with the wedding. No, run. (laughs) What? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. This sounds so out there. Obviously, it sounds very fishy. This sounds so out there that it sounds like a gal who made a mistake, was too scared to... Duck out then. Apparently, the wedding still went on. Yeah, so it's not like she just pulled something out yeah. as an excuse. She uh, still married the dude, right? Because she didn't want to put something on herself. Like I don't want to. This I don't want this to be my fault. So I'll come up with something that he did. Guys, I got to make an announcement. The wedding is off. I just found John in the bathroom with Jenny. Right. I mean, I'm not breastfeeding. Saying, 
I mean, I just feel like that would be more likely than a grown man doing this for the, for the, uh, at his wedding in the bathroom. What? What? And I feel like no. if you're to that point with your partner that you're getting married, like, wouldn't you pick up on the fact that he's over at mom's an awful lot? And uh, that he's still breastfeeding with the pacifier. This is apparently away. this this happened in the UK. This was a U, this is a UK. Is it a British thing? They don't weed until there. they're forty. Mummy, I'm just a mummy's boy. <laughs> Mummy, I want some milkies. <laughs> oh man, this Jolly is good. This is crazy. I have some milk for my Cheerios. Yeah, I mean you're hearing it. <laughs> you're hearing it secondhand. Did I fall? Uh, Justin's asking if I fell for another fake story. I don't know. I'm questioning it. I, that's why I said take it with a grain. Yeah, I mean, this story is out there. It's out there. She's telling the story. You know, I bet there is a grown man out there, whether it was in this situation or not, that has breastfed as an adult. Uh, we do Freak mm-hmm. of the Week. Yeah. Yeah. We are we our we show that does Freak of the Week. In fact, that's happening today. From, from the mom, though, from your mom. <laughs> As if it's any yeah. less weird or something, or more weird, but like... Because once a baby stops breastfeeding, right, the milk goes away. Like, yeah, and we, up, and we so. have come across a lot of people that, that are looking for other people's, you know, because they have the thing and, and whatever. Freak of the week. You could keep it going. Style. Right. Like, but, if somebody keeps breastfeeding, it keeps... Yeah, but but I mean, the teeth. Yeah, think of the likelihood of both oh. people. I mean, this takes two to participate, <laughs> two to tango in this particular line, yeah. line of work, line of fun. <laughs> Yeah, again, again, Justin, you fall for another fake story? I don't know. But I just saw it in more than one place, and I'm I'm just letting you guys know. Wow. I couldn't keep that in. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I can't keep this to myself. No. Can you imagine the visual I have to deal with after reading this no. story? <laughs> Man, wild. Wild. <sighs> but they are out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's heavy, boy. What yeah. would you do? Is, it's not like he likes the taste, because then she could just pump. Like there, if this it's is legit, straight he wants from the tap. straight. To, yes. <laughs> well, it could have been a last second thing. He was really hungry, and you know, what would you do? You're in this. You're in this situation. Lit. Oh my gosh, I would not marry that man. Right there, you just walk away. I'd what, be done. Would you yeah, tell people? So freaking weird. Would you tell people what you saw? Well, we already paid for the catering hall. I w- I don't know if I would tell everybody. But I would tell my my inner circle. What would you say to him, right? Okay, boop, you just open the door. Uh, I would probably scream and be in shock and be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and see what kind of explanation this man has. Not that it would make a difference, but I would want to hear what he has to say. I know you guys are close. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, Diane, <laughs> you should know better. <laughs> man. Okay. What about you, Mom? I knew you were a boob guy, but damn. It's a whole other level. <laughs> And your Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hot Shots, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Uh, from Villa Ridge, Missouri, Jessica Gear. Yeah, Jessica. Yeah. Let's go. Team Riz member of the day, Jessica says the Riz show is the only radio show she listens to. That's right. Uh, she's been listening for many years and has loved laughing along with us so many times. Hopefully you laughed at that last story. Uh, Jessica's uh, favorite parts of the show when the conversations go completely off the rails. And everyone is left crying from laughing so hard. Well, thank you, Jessica. Jessica Gear from Villa Ridge is our Teamers member of the day. 
Get to Super Sweet Team Riz. Remember the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And you can count on Dobbs uh, service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Take the time to check out Dobbs' money-saving February specials at go2dobbs.com then drive into any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs' February deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, weirdos, it's King Scott, and I want to talk about Victory Men's Health and how they've helped me through the years. They've stayed by my side and have got my life back on track, and they will do the same for you. They will stay by your side and they help you so if you have erectile dysfunction adult acne male pattern baldness or you're struggling just for energy or you want preventative care or something new from victory men's health that's a complete game changer in weight loss and it's called semaglutide and victory men's health is offering this medication and, and patients who use this they lose up to 15 percent of their body weight so if you're interested go to victory men's health they have three locations throughout st louis they're open five days a week it's very easy to get in there go to victory men's health be you again that's victory men's health Hey, it's Moon, and I am so excited for Arch Madness. It's a perfect event for my family to really enjoy some basketball right here. The State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship Arch Madness is just around the corner. Arch Madness begins at Enterprise Center March 2nd through the 5th. Tips off all the men's basketball conference tournaments. 12 Missouri Valley teams, including SIU Carbondale, Missouri State, Bradley, Murray State, and UIC University of Illinois, Chicago. They're going to battle for an automatic berth into the NCAA tournament. You can get your tickets now for college basketball's premier conference tournament at archmadness.com. This is a perfect opportunity to get your family into basketball at Arch Madness. There's even some big televised games coming up for you to get into it. Big stuff happened last night. Drake and Bradley still tied for first at 15-4 and four, and all the teams are playing their last regular season game this Sunday. Belmont at North Iowa is the nationally televised game on CBS Sports Network and Drake visits Bradley in what's expected to decide the regular season champion. This is huge. It's so exciting. Arch Madness, Enterprise Center, March 2nd through the 5th. Get in on the action and go to archmadness.com. It's going to be here in no time. Again, Arch Madness tips off March 2nd through the 5th at Enterprise Center. Archmadness.com. Hey guys, this is the Sklar Brothers and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Phone number 314-624-3833-618-398-3833. Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. You can also send us some instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Like uh, like Sherry here checking in. Talking about that family from TikTok who put the lifts on the kids' shoes to get them on the, on the roller coaster. Sherry writes, uh, hey guys, I worked at Six Flags in high school. My first year on Thunder River, I got the height check stick and I was uh, checking a kid who's too short. I tell the parents that kid can't go on the ride. 
They screamed at me that they drove six hours and waited in line for hours, and their kid was going to go on that ride. I got lucky. A huge guy behind him went off on him. So that the kid could die if he wrote it. They finally shut up. Another time, I was uh, way down at the front of the line with the check stick. Uh, a kid was being obnoxious. Mom told him, see that girl? She hits bad kids with the stick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I laughed and said no. Guy behind them slides up to me and says, do you beat older men with the stick? Yeah, she I'll said she what. freaked out. Ran up to the dock. She was 16. Oh. No idea what to do. Sherry's not kidding. That I don't know how it is now, but Thunder River. You 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 you've ridden Thunder River before? I'm sure. It's about what's one the circle. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah, in a big yeah. circle raft and you go down the thing. That was like the hotness back in the day. Mids, you know, midsummer, St. Louis summer. Thunder River is where you cooled off, and that line, boy, was two hours. Ooh. It was oh, yeah. brutal. It was the most brutal line in all of Six Flags Man, for and, a and, long time there. And you know, you go to Six Flags and you got. You know, kids working the rides. They're teenagers. My first jobs, you yeah. know, high school kids. And a lot of them have, you know, power trips. I'm in charge of this ride. Yes, you're in your 40s, but I'm yeah. 16 and I got the height <laughs> stick. And then the rest of them are like, yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Excuse me, can I check your height? <laughs> Hold on. Hey, what a great put your hands out there. What a rush. great first job. Uh, first job. Yeah, but do you, oh, I, yeah, I love it at so the fun. end of the day when you get the 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 ones that are just like mumbling yeah, all the safety yeah, yeah. stuff. They're like, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, uh, enjoy the ride. Although not if you got not if you're <laughs> stationed at a place where you gotta sit in the sun. Oh, that's Ooh, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, you want one of those with like the shady. Uh, like Minecraft, uh, Minecraft, uh, my, uh, what's, what's it called? The Mine Train. Yeah, where there's, there's the like, AC blowing in there. Yeah, it's and... dark in there. You yeah. got like that big giant Mr. Freeze. Mr. Free. Oh, yeah, Mr. Freeze is in, inside, Mr. too. Mr. Freeze right? inside. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. That's what you want. Not or, if you're or, out of like Hurricane Harbor, you got to be in the out, you know, outside. Oh, oh in the elements. Yuck. What's the one that they turn into the Scooby Doo thing? But it used to be like, it used to be, it was, it was just like the little river. It's, uh, yeah. you're in like a little cart. You don't get wet, really. And it was in the dark. I th they turned it into like a haunted thing. Yeah. Back in the day, the, it was cool. As right that. by the Justice Center. I think it the is Hall over of there. Justice. Yeah, yeah, the by the Justice. Superman stuff now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have the little digital gun that you shoot the targets. Yeah, it's it, fun. Oh, it's got that now. Kids love it. I don't know the Whoa. one that's the same ride does Silver City. All right, uh, Liv is here. We got the Crisis Freak of the Week coming up. So we'll check in with our buddy Polo, who was down at Cardinal Spring Training, Ooh. Jupiter, Florida. I didn't see what Polo... Scott asked me, uh, did you see what Polo was wearing yesterday? Yeah. What was he wearing? I didn't see it. Oh, it, man. He was, go he was going to a, a Mexican party for sure, dude. He had the... Uh, not a poncho, you know, not one of those those uh, um, poncho things, but almost like a scarf, like a Mexican scarf. Yeah, looking sharp. Polo looks sharp. It's but yes, It's got is. all that cool, those badass colors. It just makes you want to dance and drink tequila. Yeah, Polo is a sharp dresser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sharp dress man. He is a yeah, sharp dress man. Look, look, what, I mean, that's not a scarf, and it's not a... It's not one of the oh, ponchos. What is that? <laughs> it's so good. It's like a rug, kind of a rug almost. Dude, he's always got the best sneakers. I mean, uh, sneakers? Yeah, he's a sneaker. Yeah. His, yeah. Last time yeah. he was in his sneaker game is. Yep. That's a, he's yeah, he's got a good he's got a good collection going. He's just missing the sombrero it. though. Like, Man. you know, that that that's that scarf thing comes with the sombrero, I believe. That looks like a rice paddy hat. What? What, the, what he has a hat on? Oh yeah, he's too distracted yeah. by the. I'm just thing. looking at the scarf thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's more of a. 
That's more of a surfer. That, 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 those are like the Quicksilver yeah. pants yeah. now. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll check in with Polo. And he said he's going to walk around, maybe get us some players. Oh, Ooh. yeah, buddy. Chat with some players. Spring training. Yeah, because I believe the uh, the first games, the first spring training games of this weekend. That Probably. Great news. Opening day's creeping up. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And uh, we'll start with this. Now, you've probably heard people insist that they don't want their family to go into debt paying for the funeral. Like, I, eh, something simple for me. Not me, by the way. I want to spend every, every last dime. Poppin' circumstance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want streets shut down. Mardi Gras <laughs> level. <laughs> I'll throw out beads at your funeral. <laughs> I want a requisite seven-day mourning period. Oh, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it. But listen, but once once they're gone, no family wants to just roll them into the ground, you know, play see you again and, and then just go home and order pizza. I don't know, man. Some people do. I, I bet you my parents do. And it's just, eh, just roll us in the ground. We're fine. Yeah. My parents are pretty, pretty simple with that kind of stuff. They they handle it. They, they, you know, they're not, they're not party folks. They're not throw a big party. Yeah, but they're gone. Yeah, but I'm going to go by their wishes. Eh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how much how much does uh, how much does the average funeral cost? Boy, man, this is global or just U.S. U.S. I bet you it is up to because the last time I remember thinking about this, it was something like four grand, and I bet you it's doubled. Average funeral cost, go ahead. You say four grand, five grand? No, I'll say seventy five hundred bucks. Seventy five hundred. I'll go eight thousand. I'm gonna say because my dad's was very. Pricey. We did the cheapest possible, and I think it was still like sixteen or eighteen Holy grand. Holy Okay. Yeah. Something like that. So, in a poll, people guessed. People guessed. So they were asked that exact question, like, "How much do you think a funeral costs?" People guessed uh, around fifty five hundred bucks. In reality, it's usually somewhere between seven grand and twelve grand. Wow. Yeah. Okay, maybe seven to twelve. About right. Yeah. Damn, dude, you went all out. Money bags over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it costs a lot to. Throw them in the uh, the fire. In the oven? Yeah. <laughs> Those logs are expensive nowadays. One in three people say they want their funeral to be as cheap as possible. And even an expensive casket is not necessary. Uh, seven in ten people say they'd rather be buried in a cardboard box than have their family overspend. You got a breakdown on, on, on how that works? Like, what what's the biggest expense? Is it the casket? Yeah. Yeah. I took a psychology class in college in our assignment in the death and dying section of our class. I had to go to a funeral home and plan my own funeral. I had to Whoa. write my own eulogy. I had to write my own <laughs> obituary. I had to do everything, price everything out. It would cost me about 10 grand to die with everything that I had wanted. Pretty crazy. You right. got the nice casket though, huh? I got a nice, it was white like and it was nice and plush. Bluetooth it was and everything. Pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to have right, my music so I, 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 got, I got a breakdown here. So the, so the median cost of a funeral in, in, in 2022 is 7,360 bucks. All right, that's kind of right on par with what we said. Where is, that's interesting. <laughs> That's yeah. very cheap. You were overcharged. You're, you're like, not yeah, these, those are folks that manage to get a cardboard off. box. No, I don't know how much my mom. The my average mom casket costs around two grand, with premium caskets reaching upwards of ten grand. Woo! Hawaii has the highest average funeral cost at uh, almost fifteen grand. That's where ours was at. 
lot of flowers, a lot of legs. Mississippi has the lowest average at $6,600. Uh, the price of a vault, if you want to be put in a vault, that's uh, about from 1300 to 1500 Holy smokes, that's way cheaper than a Yeah, thought. I thought those would yeah. be so expensive. But I do have good news. I got If you want a good price on a casket and uh, you're signed up for Prime, you can get it for 1400 and it'll be shipped to your house. No way. Yeah. All right, your basic services fee at a funeral home is uh, 2300 bucks. Transfer of remains to funeral home, 350 bucks. Embalming, that's going to run you 775 bucks. Other preparation of the body, that's 275 bucks. Dang. Use of the facilities for viewing. Okay, so yeah, so attacking on a day. So for the wake, so if you want the wake, right, that's going to run you 450 bucks. If you want to use the funeral home for the service too, that's going to run you 515 bucks. Got to rent a hearse, right? We got to go to the we got to go to the cemetery. That's 350 bucks. Uh, metal casket, twenty five hundred bucks. Man, I'm going all out on the casket, but um, you know we got some pickup trucks in the family. <laughs> we don't need, we don't need the hearse. Seriously. We'll save where we can save. You know, prioritize. And, that, and that's not even including headstone and and the plot. Yeah, yeah, dude. What's the average there? Headstones they can be pricey. Headstones are wild. See, what you got to do is you got to get like a big one that's a family one, and then just keep engraving as people die. Or just work on it now. Start working on your rock now. Find a big old rock and you just start carving. Chiseling away. Yeah, yeah. And just say, hey, you know, the rock you put over me is in the backyard. I got a family plot. I, I Let's go over there. Let me see. Okay. Huh. Uh, I, I, private cemetery plot. Uh, expect to pay between two and five grand. Uh, in some places, especially like major urban areas, prices could be as high as $25,000 for a single space. Man, I wonder how it's different with the military stuff. Because, you know, my father served, and uh, I got a lot of family in JB. Is, yes, I th- don't think you pay for that one, right? I don't think so. It's a, If it's a veteran cemetery. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Uh-huh. It's really... Have you ever been out to a burial over there? The JB? Oh, yeah, yeah many it's times. Very, a headstone. Very interesting, yeah. Uh, the average cost of an upright headstone between one and three grand. Okay. That's... Yeah, so you're right. Thought, Go find a big rock, start chiseling now. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do your work. Play your part. Pull your weight. <laughs> Man, it's expensive. Expensive to die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, for some reason, is going to make people angry. Why? I don't know. Yesterday, the Food and Drug Administration drafted rules for milk made with oats, soy, and almond to maintain milk status. <laughs> oh, to use the word milk? To use the word milk. Like so. Oats. Oat milk, yes. Soy, soy milk, allowed. Almond milk, allowed. Manufacturers will need to clearly label their products are plant-based and not from cows. A voluntary label might be added to containers to identify plant-based milk containing lesser nutrients than animal milk, such as vitamin D, calcium, and magnesium. So now, legally, they could call it milk, even though it's not coming from the teat of something. (laughs) Well, it it's is. Good I've news. got nipples, Greg. Can you milk <laughs> me? Those tiny little almond teats. Uh-huh. <laughs> just squeeze it really hard. <laughs> I, and I will guarantee that somebody who just heard me say that is outraged for some reason. That bothers them. Yeah. Easily triggered. Why? Because oh, the, the word stuff? Like that's the word not definitions? milk. Oh, oh. oh it's almost like a hack comedian bit. 
Soy doesn't have breasts. Can't call it milk. <laughs> How much time you what spent with soy? What does it matter? <laughs> what is, I mean, what does it's it matter? It's still a creamy white drink. What, is it, what does it matter? There's <laughs> other things to be outraged by. Yeah, and uh, no one's being fooled. No, no one's going and going, oh, almond milk. They must have fed the cows almonds. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I thought that's what it was. Uh, chocolate milk from chocolate cows. Uh, six <laughs> yeah. weeks after the drawing, the winner of the 1.35 billion Mega Millions jackpot has claimed their money. This is somebody from uh, Lebanon, Maine. Yeah. The Wait. unidentified, calm down. The First of all, you're from Missouri now. We don't say that. It's Lebanon. 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 Yeah. Uh, the unidentified winner used a, now check this out, used a third-party investment company to claim the cash. Smart. So they are completely anonymous, and they used a third party to get the cash for them. But I thought Smart. it was a state that had to, you had to reveal your name, not, Maine? not the face. Nope. Oh, like I'm, th- privacy up oh there. I'm thinking of the California winner. Yeah, this is the main winner from six weeks ago. So, but you said Lebanon. Lebanon. I'm pretty sure I got family there. I need Lebanon, to check <laughs> So the, the sure. representative said the winner will remain anonymous, but they are <laughs> they are thoughtfully considering the best uses of their life changing prize. Yeah, they're Homer Simpson, Simpson and back into the bush. They're just so, yeah. <laughs> quietly back away. So they won 1.35 billion, but they took the cash option. So they're not going to get that much. They are taking the lump sum of $723,564,144 before taxes. 10% is going to the, to the front, to the That's company. before taxes. This is all before taxes, so. Right, but they're probably paying a, a, paying a percentage to the representative company. Mm-hmm. 10%? Man. That's a lot. Well, that's what anon- uh, uh, anonymity costs you. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I just started that business right now. If you guys want to hire me, I can go and accept your checks. It's gonna be a big Bet deal. You that's reasonable. Dude. You could undercut. Just do five percent. Yeah, I'll do five percent. I'm gonna beat everybody. <laughs> well, you- this is probably an investment firm. Sure, but I'm, they know what they're doing. Uh, the ticket was bought at uh, Hometown Gas and Grill in Lebanon, Maine. <laughs> Anybody here have T-Mobile? I did. Yeah. I did for some time. You have T-Mobile now? Yeah. Not anymore. Did you notice uh, less spam calls? Well, I guess so. Like this past year? I have not really got any, that, like the only text messages or calls I ever get, actually I don't get calls, it's only for, to buy my house. Some nice guy always wants to buy my house. <laughs> Real nice guy. Well, yeah. good news is T-Mobile's working pretty hard to keep spam calls away from customers. Uh, the company said it blocked 41 oh. billion spam calls with their scam shield technology in 2022 alone. It's nice. working. Bad news, uh, T-Mobile, uh, T-Mobile and the FCC said there was a 75% increase in spam calls between 2021 and 2022 since tech has developed to give crooks access to massive amounts of data. Uh, the FCC says Americans experience around $4 billion spam calls per month, and that's individually. Something must have just happened with mine. <laughs> I believe it. I'm getting God. flooded. I'm getting well, flooded. Thank you, T-Mobile. Do you get the text where they're like, the naked Hello? ladies? I, I, get, I, I get those. I get oh, one that I says, get, like, hey. Oh, I get like porny texts. No, I get hey, hello. Hello, I got a lot of hellos. Uh, a lot of those. Oh, I'm like, I, click I'll, here to see my boobs. All this last week. I don't week. get those. <laughs> I get those all the time. Man. <laughs> I don't know why. Man, you're lucky. You yeah, it just depends on what sites you search, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and dude. What service do you have? Darn. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that everybody in this room, once they wear their underwear... It goes in the hamper. Yes, yeah. of course. Into the wash. Yes, of course. <laughs> this is done in the UK. 
Uh, so I'm sure there's some carryover here to the States. A UK study on laundry habits found that 25% of men admit to only washing their underwear after around five wears. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> you guys are animals. Not you guys. Impossible. No, this is a study of two, and they found the right two people. Had to have. This is ridiculous. No way. That's not... 10%. This is 11-year-olds, right? 10% said they wait to wash their <laughs> yeah. undies after 10 wears. Yeah, this is a... So a do camp. 3% of women. No! Yeah, there's the people that are at a children's camp. I ha- uh, To be honest, man, I have toured with some nasty people, and they wouldn't do this. N- they this wouldn't is gnarly. This. No, nobody does this. There's no way. I'm looking at you, Scott. Yeah. We are buddy with the pants. Remember that? He went without underwear and he wore those pants for probably like two or <gasps> okay, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, that guy. And that was that terrible smell. What's, what's the basic rule here? Wash your undies after every single use. It's recommended that you wash them in, in a mild detergent on the gentle cycle and lukewarm water. But you know what makes this even more gross is I, I've been down a rabbit hole on TikTok about this. That there's a population of men that don't wash their ass because they think it's gay. What? That's a thing. It's I swear to God, it's a thing. This woman made a video. This was a couple of years ago that I first saw, and she's like, "No she man was, is touching my ass. Yeah. Not even they're, they're my, not even so me. insecure they won't touch their yes. own butt." Yeah, she was in the shower with her boyfriend, <laughs> and she's like, "Why are you not washing your butt?" He's like, "Cause that's gay." First of all, that's. How do you wipe? No way. You just wipe and hope for the best. So then she was like, I'm going to be a good girlfriend. I'm going to wash your ass for you. And then she's like, you know, scrub a dub. And she looks down, her hands are brown. Oh, no. no. And then this guy sees these videos and he's like, I'm going to message my buddy. And he's like, I got a weird question for you. He's like, do you like use soap? And then, you know, go back, you know, between the cheeks. And he's, and he texts, this guy texts him back and he says, I'm sure it gets clean. He's like, that's not what I asked. Oh my God! So the, the sad dudes part out there that don't scrub a dub about that guy with that gal that washed it for him. Yeah. He just found out she's gay because he said it's only gay people that wash it, right? <laughs> Man, uh, his girlfriend's gay. Talk so, yeah. about insecurity. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's wash a new ass. one. That's and, a new one. And you one. know what? It sounds so far fetched, but I could see it. I could I could see people having. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. kind of thinking. If yeah. you Google it, I'm sure Reddit posts will come up. I don't TikToks. Need to it's it's like a that. it is a thing. I swear <laughs> I don't to God. I want to be involved. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel don't. like if I Google it, I'm involved somehow. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. How many times is it gay? To, <laughs> is it gay to wash your own ass? <laughs> <laughs> Look at oh, a man touching your ass. A podcast title. <laughs> Holy God, is it gay dude. to wash your own ass? Oh, we have lost the plot. <laughs> Society today, when that's what guys are worried about. <laughs> Look at those man hands touching your butt. Yeah, your own hands. Don't tell anybody. Not, you have to yell "not gay" when you're doing it. You got to talk to yourself to so make sure you don't tell somebody. A uh, high school kid from Pennsylvania was arrested after sending a bomb threat on an American Airlines flight through Apple's airdrop. God. So the plane wound up having to return to the gate, and and authorities uh, searched the plane. Man. The plane was uh, taxiing in El Paso, Texas, heading to Chicago when people got an airdrop message that said, I have a bomb, would like to share a photo. Now, you know about airdrop, right? Yeah. If you have an iPhone, uh, you could transfer images and files to other iPhone or Mac users within 30 feet of you. And you, you don't need an internet connection. So cops didn't say how many people got the bomb message, but... People who did took it seriously. The kid was on a trip with other students from his high school. 
I'll bet you this was a dare. Yep. Uh, well. And he wound up confessing. He's in custody with the El Paso Juvenile Probation Department. He's facing one count of creating a false report or alarm. Can you imagine calling your parents? Can you imagine making that phone call? Damn. My parents would be so pissed. <laughs> oh, man. Grounded. Grounded forever. Now, if you've got kids, a lot of you are worried about, uh, you know, screen time. Mm-hmm. Is my kid getting too much screen time? I have that worry all the time. Do you have the thing where you can see it on the, on your phone? I do. We do. But I don't look at it. Oh, we do. So we, we limit all the all the apps. Limit the phone in general and then limit all the apps. Man, I, and I, I was all gung-ho. I was all gung-ho for about two weeks. <laughs> Fizzled out. <laughs> and then it was a... Uh, and that's like most parents. I'm, I'm sure a lot of parents are like me and my wife. Like, ah, you know, we're going to monitor this stuff. And then, you know, life gets in the way. And next thing you know, you're it, it's another thing that you forgot about. Like, I have a thing where I could cut off individual internets. Ooh. That's pretty neat. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an app, right? On the app? Uh, oh, so if it's you see a my, phone log on, you can just yeah, it's say like, not it's now. It's part of it's my like router. Your, yeah, your local network, your uh, router, yeah. and it shows okay. all the different... Uh, uh, Aero, E-E-R-O. That's not mine. They misspelled that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can go on there and be like, son, you've you've been shut down. Like, it tells me who is not logged on to my Wi-Fi. So if a new device gets logged on or or something. Yeah. And, mm. uh, you know, I, I, I labeled everybody's devices. So if, you know, my daughter's... On, on there too long. You go, you're done. Pause internet. Next thing you know, you know, I do it, and then three seconds later, it's down the stairs. But you don't have the limits? What's going on? You don't have the limits on the, on the apps? I should. We should. We should be monitoring it more. I'm not going to tell you what you should do, but I'm telling you what I should do. It's been a great success for us because I was starting to watch some of the minutes go up on certain things, and I was like, man, this is not where I want you to be. So you just take away the time, and eventually they're just like, oh, it's not even worth it, so they just stop doing it. Well, well, kids' screen time skyrocketed during during COVID, and, and, and that's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's not a surprise at all. And we had the numbers. Here's the thing. It is, the numbers have not gone down now that we've kind of moved past things and things are back open. So researchers and scientists looked at the screen usages of uh, 228 kids between the ages of 4 and 12 years old, and they compared screen times during three periods. Pre-pandemic, which was July 2019 to March 2020. Early pandemic, December 2020 to April 21st or April 2021. And later in the pandemic, May 2021 to August 2021. Pre-pandemic, so before before we were all home, the average total screen time was 4.4 hours a day. Whoa. Four, between the ages of 4 and 12? Yep. Yikes. Hey. This does include educational use. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Because my kids do have, like, school apps. There's a lot of stuff with school nowadays that requires these apps. So during the first pandemic period, it went up to 6.15 hours. Later in the pandemic, it was 5.51 hours. So still more than pre-pandemic. So here's the question. What is a healthy amount of daily screen time for kids? And according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, they recommend capping screen time at two hours a day. Wow. 
That's two weird. hours a day. That's what we have. And, and they say that kids younger than two should really have no screen time. For babies up to 18 months, the, the, they recommend limiting screen time or screen use to video chatting with an adult. That's like, oh, look, you know, mommy's on the phone or, you know, grandma's on the phone. Yeah. We also have it set where a certain time hits and it just turns into a paperweight. Between 18 and 24 months, use it for educational programming only. For kids between two and five, one hour per weekday, three hours on weekends for any non-educational screen time. And for kids over six, they don't give any recommendations on time. They're just encouraging healthy habits and limiting screen-based activities. Hmm. And too much screen time could lead to trouble sleeping and doing, uh, you know, having trouble with schoolwork, reduced physical activity, headaches, eye strain, increased mood swings. And, of course, a bunch of studies have uh, linked excessive screen time to depression in kids. Man, we got to get better. I'm talking to my, I don't care what you do at home. In my house, we just got to get better with it. We've seen a difference. And it was, it did not go well for like the first day or two. They're like, what? This is, this is stupid. Everything's fine. And then they stop complaining and then they start to just kind of wean themselves off of it. And now they just don't use it as much. And, and us as kids, you know, we had our Nintendos and our Segas and, there were times where I would be in the basement playing video games and go, oh, my God, eight hours has passed. Yeah. That's happened. Easy to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, I hate, So Monday was a pretty nice day. The kids had off Monday. It was President's Day. Wasn't Monday a nice day? Mm. Yeah. I think it was almost 60 degrees, right? Yeah. I hate having to tell the kids, go outside. I want them to go out on their own. But much like we did when we were kids, they get lost in their phones and they, oh my God, an hour passed. Two yeah. hours passed. I was mm-hmm. a huge TV kid. I loved my cartoons. I loved my Nickelodeon. I needed to be told to get my butt outside because I just wanted to watch my cartoons. Yeah. I want them to do it on their own. Hmm. I want them to go outside on their own. Hey, Good that, luck with uh, that. <laughs> that not There's so wash- many cool things online. That, that not washing yourself in the... Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael on on Twitter here says that he had a girlfriend in the 90s that wouldn't touch her lady parts because in the shower she thought it was gay. So it's not just guys. Whoa. Interesting. Whoa. Clean yourself, lady. Now, I'm wondering if that's like a if that's like a thing from abuse you know, or something? No, just like parents or 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 church or, or something like convincing you that like touching is a sin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and you Maybe. misunderstand what they mean by touching Maybe. or whatever? Huh. You rub it a couple times, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Magic Satan. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, you release but, Satan. But the gay thing—that—that's weird. I can it's understand like somebody being, a, you know, trying not to. You don't want to let the genie out of the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's also terrifying: like, what if, what if they're uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're all gay. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll cap off news with this. It's the Rizzuto Show, douchebag of the day. Uh, you want to? Uh, you want to hear about a rotten person? Yes. Yeah. More than anything. <laughs> we're all uh, dog lovers, huh? In yeah. this room. Yes, of course. I got two dogs. Love my dogs dearly. I mean, Scott's a dog owner, but he hates he hates Yeah, dogs. I hate dogs. <laughs> uh, today's douchebag of the day is from Marion County, Florida. 35-year-old Geneva Honor was arrested after she was caught on camera throwing eight-week-old puppies into bushes outside of an animal shelter. And a- outside of an animal shelter. Just take them into the shelter. Oh That's goodness. what they're there for. And they were old and weak. Wow. So the video, old and weak. You said eight week old. Sorry. Oh. Wordplay. Sorry. 
the uh, the video shows Geneva driving up to the bushes, getting out of her car, opening the trunk, and one by one, the video shows her throwing the puppies oh my a couple gosh. feet into the bushes. Babies. She then closes the trunk and drives off. Now, witnesses, cops wind up, get the license plate, picking Geneva up, and when she was asked, why don't you just take the dogs into the shelter? I mean, you're there. She said she didn't know what she was supposed to do. Oh, so you just drop them off by throwing them in the bushes. Well, close enough, right? Man. Did they take away her pet? Because, I mean, think about that. There's a dog somewhere. She says that she was tired of the puppies coming into her yard and going to the bathroom. She wanted them them gone. Oh, so the stray puppies. She said the puppies belonged to her cousin. Well, then leave them to the cousin. She then told the cops that she should have just shot them and and been (gasps) done with it. When the cops contacted the cousin, he said he was planning on taking them down to the Humane Society when they were old enough. Geneva is facing, so I'm assuming there were 14 dogs because she's facing 14 charges Mm. for cruelty to an animal and abandoning an animal. Uh, She'll be in court next month. Shelter, Shelter is taking care of the puppies and they hope to put them up for adoption. That's a lot, right? That's That's more than an average. Wow. There you go. Uh, Geneva Honor, you are today's douchebag of the day. Moon, if you would, let's uh, dole you know, out a punishment. I think there's a couple obvious ones, but let's start with the laser. Let's start with the <laughs> laser. Right. Uh, this is the one. douche laser. Here. Yeah. That's good. Now, I think the obvious one to do here is we do have attack dogs, relatives of these puppies, I believe. Yeah, yeah, relatives yeah. Relatives. Yep, yeah. they're angry. Douche. We oh. we do not tolerate animal abuse here. No, nope. we do so not. So we're going to bring in the animal abuse tank, the yep. anti-animal abuse douche tank. All right, let's uh, roll in the tank. And taken care of. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Okay. And that that, that takes care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Всем привет, с вами Иван Барбашов, и вы слушаете The Riz Show на 105.7 The Point. С днем рождения, Riz. Right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, before we get to your emails, I want to just uh, throw out there a Riz Show Mother of the Year candidate. Riz Show <laughs> Mother these. of the Year candidate. No, this is, no, for real, like this, like Oh, real? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the uh, typical. Sarcastic. No, no, no. Mother is, of the Year Breastfeeding no, her adult son. I would have said it. Mother of the year. You're right. You're this right. Is mo- this is mother of the year. So here's what happened. A mom found out her 16-year-old kid only tipped 10 bucks on a $104 restaurant bill. Ooh. So here's what she did. You need to go get my wallet. You need to go get my Visa card. You need to go to the ATM. And you need to go grab a 20 and drive back to that restaurant because on a $104 check, $10 is a tip. Go now. I'm not asking. I'm telling. It's not funny. Do you know that guy might have kids? Do you know that 104 he gets taxed on it? You are to go grab my credit card, get $20, and drive it back there. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You don't know how to tip. Yeah. 
That's usually how conversations go in my house, by I, the way. Uh, I, I feel like that was kind of a zoom into the that was a, Yeah, that was a, not just me, but my wife, too. We start off calm, <laughs> and then as the conversation goes, we ramp up. Mm. Did you hear how that happened? Oh, yeah. That was the ramp up yelling. I felt it. Started at 6, though. Ends at an 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ever get to 10? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, your voice changes. Yeah. Yeah, nine and a half is where you're like, you're a different person. You're like, you are. Oh, Whoa. no, we'll start out. We'll start out <laughs> calm. And then as we're, you know, here we go. The getting going. <laughs> it's a plane taking off. You know, you're taxiing out and then woo, there you go. There it goes. Zoom away. Now, what if the kid didn't know, like, the standard? Just doesn't know how to tip. Doesn't know that there is a standard or calculation. Is this the best way to teach With him? the yelling? Now he knows. <laughs> yeah. He'll never forget. Now he knows. I feel like that was my house as well, like growing up. We start off calm and then we then we go up. Yeah, but if yelling is the pattern, and I'm and I'm kind of being serious here. If yelling is the pattern, don't kids become super just like muted to it? No, and, you never and, want to get yeah. yelled at by your parents. Oh, dude, I don't know. I go so one of my friends had yellers for parents. And I mean like it wasn't a ramp. It was always just yelling. And they basically just, like, just be, it was like they just tuned them out. Always tuned yeah, out. Yeah, because that's why you need to go to 10 every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you have some dynamics. But these parents had no dynamics. Oh, so it was straight, it was straight like, yeah. and 9 this, or 10? And this kid has no dynamics. I mean, he didn't. I, I haven't seen him since the 90s. But See, you got to start off easy because they don't know what's coming. Yeah, I understand the ramp. Well, that's a bait and switch. <laughs> I understand the ramp. Oh, cool. He's calm. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> We're going to have a nice conversation. <laughs> not now anymore. Oh, that turned. Me. No, I was the kind of kid that anybody, even now, like if somebody yells at me, I don't handle it well. I'll, if you, like Riz, if you were to yell at me about something, I'd probably go home and cry. <laughs> no. I would. Because your parents Why well, you cry a lot if you were in our position. <laughs> no, hey. Oh, <laughs> By yeah. the way, back to changing your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Back to changing your underwear. There was a study done in the UK where what was it one in or ten percent of guys don't wash their underwear until after four uses. Okay, here we go. Um, somebody wrote in instant feedback here. Uh, my brother used to wear his underwear normal, then backwards, <gasps> then inside out, inside out front ways, and inside out back ways. You know, at least he's making an effort. God. If you're gonna be nasty, four at least uses. you're making an effort. That's four uses right there. That was always the the joke, growing up. Gross. You know that you did that. I didn't realize people took it to heart. You know what I've witnessed in men that I've dated in the past. I don't know if any of you guys do this, but they will wear their underwear until it's falling apart. Holy yeah, I have a crusty. problem. I have a problem letting letting a, not crusty. My <laughs> underwear's not crusty in any way. Yeah, I've, I've been on a mission to like change that, like to really get it out there that your underwear matters, boyos. Like, I don't want to no, see know, holes. I know, I know, I, we know it all matters, but sometimes you know the band gets stretched out. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, yeah. people don't understand. Our generation is like we're, we're gonna we're gonna change this. We watched our dads in their terrible, awful whitey tidies with the holes, and the elastic band is only attached on eighty percent of the uh, on the on you know on the the whole ring here. We that's that was our example. We saw these terrible examples for underwear. This pack underwear, six pairs for eight bucks. Well, let's set this new generation off yes, on the right path. Please, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah, what, start, the the one part that's touching your goods, the one part of your clothes you're going to spend this much for jeans and for shoes and t-shirts. This is the one part that matters. Take care of it. 
Uh, Ricky uh, uh, checking in here. Hey, guys and Liv. Uh, I guess Ricky moved from St. Louis to Maine. Yeah, Ricky. Last June. And I can't stop listening to my favorite uh, radio show. I'm a Riz Vangelist all the way up here in Maine. Yeah. Maybe between Liv and I, we could build a solid Maine following. Do it up. Well, with Ricky, and here's a little behind the scenes. When Liv came here, it was one in, one out <laughs> from Missouri. We're balancing out the population. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Live in, Ricky out. Yeah. That's the one. Missouri, Missouri has that deal with yeah. Maine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one in, one out. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Listen you, here, we'll trade you, you one live for one Ricky. Uh, speaking of moving, this is from Adam. Hey, guys, looking for life advice. So oh. who else better than Ask the Rich Show? <laughs> yeah. While yeah. You have made, You've come to the you right made place. made a mistake. <laughs> I'm considering taking a job in Texas. It's the exact same job I'm doing now with a different company. The pay with the mandatory overtime is just over hundred grand a year, and I mean barely over hundred grand, but six figures no less. I currently make about eighty grand a year with a varying amount of overtime. Since there's no state taxes in Texas, I figured I'd be averaging out uh, more. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit of a wash. Depending twenty five thousand dollars more, depending on what city you're going to. Uh, I just had a son with my wife, and she's cool at moving. I'm just wondering, is the amount of money worth moving? As far as a family uh, goes, considerations go uh, for both our parents live in the area. However, none of our siblings do. Also, both parents have had serious conversations with us about moving, living in the South as snowbirds, but neither set of parents have taken any action. Just wondering if the money would be worth moving in your guys' opinion. Love the show. Three out of five stars. For me, me, it's not about money. It's about experience. And if this is going to improve your life experiences and broaden broaden your whole life in, in different ways and there's nothing really anchoring you as far as uh, well it sounds like nothing it's a little more money okay 25 grand he says a little more but you know what I think you're asking this question because you want to go and, and want, something's holding you back or you want you want somebody to make it for you help help you make it and or is, validate what is he yeah, validate it. his first time moving away yeah. from yeah that can be nerve wracking yeah so that's a little nerve wracking with a kid Oh, you got a kid? I didn't. I didn't hear the kid. Are they going to take the kid with them? How old's the kid? (laughs) They just had a son. Okay, so they're not like in school and they're not going to be leaving friends. But also, also, they're moving to an area with no family. It's going to be taxing on your wife. It is now raising two kids here Mm -hmm. in St. Louis with no family around. It's it was it was it's very tough on my wife. Even still, it's very tough on my wife. So really take that into consideration. Now he did say. That both sets of parents have been thinking about this. This may be the catalyst for them to come down with you. Yeah. True. Maybe. Come on down. Good opportunity. But also that's going to take a while. That's not an instantaneous thing. You know, they all obviously moved down first with a young kid. It's tough. Just just know it's going to be very taxing on your wife. Yeah, wait. Make some lists, man. Pros and cons. Yeah, the pros and cons. But I will say moving is, it's worth it. It's pretty fun. And you don't have to be there forever if you, I know it sounds ridiculous, but you can always... Come back. It's expensive, but you can always come back. It's fun, yes, but throw the kid in there, and that is a whole nother ball of wax. Definitely, but you only get one shot here, boyos. Only get one shot at this life. So, and what town did he say? He didn't. He didn't say what town. Okay. Well, that could also be a difference. We we have some friends that have moved to Texas uh, recently for for the tax benefits and all that, and uh, for the most part, one of the families they got young kids too, and they they bounced from a city or two, but they're all still in Texas. Yeah. Like oh yeah, everybody everybody who I know has moved to Texas loves it down there. They love it. A whole other world down there. Yeah, it's a they country. Love it. Um 
But there are many times, especially speaking from experience, mm-hmm. raising kids with no family around. Yeah, I get jealous a lot of people who go, hey, I dropped the kids off at grandma and grandpa's. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're going out for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weigh your pros and cons. And I would not say money has a ton of weight. Obviously, live below your means on both whatever decision. But it's the experience here. It's the family. Those are the things that matter. Uh, another, uh, so good luck, Adam. Uh, we offered no advice there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brody writing in, hey, guys, looking for some insight, which is different than advice, I guess. <laughs> I'm a, a late bloomer in the sense that I started college at 26. I'm studying civil engineering here in St. Louis. I'm in pretty deep at this point, but I enjoy the subject so far. However, I've always had a dream to be on the road touring. Recently, after going to a couple shows, I realized I could make this dream come true by potentially becoming a tour manager. Mm -hmm. I'm very organized. I've been uh, interning at a company for over a year, scheduling, planning large-scale construction projects, most of which are four-plus-year projects in the infrastructure sector. I'm uh, lined up to make decent money with this company, but can't shake the thought of this desire I have to tour at the road. Uh, For reference, I got married in the last year and plan on having kids in two years or so. I would love to hear your guys' input, especially Moon, since he's had a bit of touring experience. Thanks, fellas. Man, uh, I would definitely get the. uh, I mean, to make a living, you're gonna you got to be on the road, so you're gonna be away from your wife. That's that's. Oh yeah. If you're planning kids in two years, then I would do it now. I would do it. A, to get it out of your system. B, to learn all that it can do. And C, the great example, one of uh, one of our early <clears throat> uh, merch hires was a gal who was a lawyer, a successful lawyer. No way. And she came to sell merch for us because she's like, I just, I want to, I want to get on the road. I want to travel a little bit. I hate law. I hate what I'm doing. And I want to do this. Now she runs a successful business now that is mu- in music and royalties. So she figured out the music business from the start of, like, selling merch, legitimately slinging cotton, and now is in the music industry doing exactly what she wants, and it all started by jumping into it with touring. So this can be a great opportunity for you to figure out what you love about the civil engineering and the organization and all that, and get some road experience, see Cleveland 15 times. Sure, (laughs) Which which is all glamorous and great. Uh, but think, you're not jumping on the road to be tour manager of Guns N' Roses. Right. It is not, it's not glamorous. <laughs> yeah. like you, you are not going to be U2's tour manager. No. It is not glamorous. But you may be U2's tour manager. We, Eventually. We brought yeah. a friend from a tire company here like to do bass teching for us. Had never p- touched a guitar, much less played it or fixed one. And a year and a half later, he was teching for Linkin Park. For, yeah. for, oh, for, wow. For and I, was, uh, I started merch, and then I worked my way up to being the tour manager of Hasbro's Super Soaker tent. So you can do anything All you right, want. Man. And then here you are now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was amazing. That was by far the best pay I've ever made yeah, in my it's, life. It's a it ne- was insane. It's a networking business, and if you're a really good organization, you prove yourself. You you can work yourself up there. You just got to get yeah. out there and, and do it. So it's I would, fun, man. I would suggest doing it. At this point in your life, it sounds like this is a perfect chance to go to. Don't you know. think it's all glitz and glam, though, and say goodbye to your wife. It's going to build character, and the wife has to be fully on board. Oh, yeah. I yep. mean, if it wasn't for the wife, I would immediately be like, don't even think, just do it. Yeah. The college is always going to be definitely. there. Yeah, definitely. But if you got the wife and you got the family plans in the future, it's going to be harder to get back into school when you got kiddos. It's a ton of work and it is a ton of experience and you will gain so much perspective. But you could yeah. 
think of it as like the guys that go work on the oil rigs where they just go for a few months, they put away a ton of money. Yeah, they make come a ton of home. money. This guy ain't making money. If you're tour managing, you're going to make some pretty good change. If you are tour managing a for bit. a big band. It's going to take a bit. Yeah. But even... Uh, he wants to have kids in two years. So you may be sleep, you may be sleeping in vans like every like yeah. every one of us has done for months, if not years. It's let's uh, let's slow our roll here. Again, he's not going to tour manager for the Chili Peppers immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, at least six months for, for that case. Uh, this is from Mike. Hey guys, and happy birthday, Riz. One of the best topics you guys ever chopped it up on was how many fifth graders can you fight at once? <laughs> yeah, man. I think it'd be a great question to not only ask new guests as far as. Uh, you know, as far as the, you know, getting to know your icebreaker. Uh, more importantly, this question needs to be revisited with Rafe, Mike, and Liv next time on the show. Uh, great show. Six out of ten stars. That's nice. Wow. Six out of ten. I'll take it. Wow. That's Liv, how many run. fifth graders can you beat up at once? Gosh, it wouldn't be many. There's some husky fifth grade boys that I think could take me down pretty easily. I mean, fifth grade girls, I could probably take a few. How many? <laughs> At once. At once? <laughs> Maybe three. If they're like skinny girls. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the original question was third was it third graders? No. Third graders are easier than fifth because puberty's hit. Yeah, it was fifth graders. It's always been fifth graders? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Fifth graders are getting into puberty. That's a bigger there. deal there. Well, well, you know what's funny? We're gonna have Polo uh down at spring training and Polo's gonna try to do a little walk and talk and maybe grab some some cardinal players for us to talk about. I don't know what's going on down there. We'll be checking in with Polo mm-hmm. down in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, maybe you know, first ball player we get. That's the question I'm going to ask. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what I want to know. know. You know, in the middle of BP. Excuse me. How many fifth graders could you beat up <laughs> at once? <laughs> now I think maybe six or seven for me at once. Okay. Oh, six. Jamie Rivers says at least twenty. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but you get one of those boys that get like a good nut once. shot. You're down. Yeah, I have one. I have, my nephew was almost six foot. In fifth grade, Jeez. so you got some big guys that are oh, yeah. fifth graders. That's a if there was a, a group of him, we'd be dead. <laughs> like, he, he's, he's a big boy, strong kid, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your emails. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Uh, someone over Riz Show 1057thepoint.com or that instant feedback on the 1057 The Point mobile app. Up after the break, the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Uh, Moon, if you want to open up the ratio chat room, we okay. need your name suggestions for these freaks. Uh, Liv will read you the ads. You guys will name them, and we'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. One of these three moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Saying thanks for supporting and spreading the word and for listening to The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to The Rizzuto Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, Paul on the uh, instant feedback. Uh, super important question. Where did Scott get that hoodie? Where'd you get the hoodie, Scott? It was a Christmas gift, and I believe... You're welcome. Hey, thank you. Uh, I believe that Moon said, or my sister said, that it was from Dick's <laughs> Sporting Goods. Ah. Or Bass Pro, one of those two. Because Paul is asking... Uh, 
how much to buy it from you. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is a great deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a gift, so it's got sentimental value. It's 200 bucks. You can yeah, do it. 200 bucks. Let's 200 do bucks. It. <laughs> it's really Paul sentimental. Says, uh, Thursdays have become my favorite no, because Liv makes the show Aww. more awesomer. Oh, that's well, very thanks. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Uh, let's do the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Liv is here. We have three brand new ads for you. Uh, we all in Canada again? What? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> Canada, Canadians, man. Canada, Canada, Canada. Sorry about that. So three new ads. Uh, you guys in the Ratio chat room and uh, through Twitter and Facebook and stuff, social medias, and send us instant feedback, you guys could name these ads. And then when Liv is done reading the third and final ad, you will vote for your favorite one through Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Liv, do you see a favorite here? The, my favorite, I don't think, is necessarily the freakiest. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Ad number one, Liv, coming at you. Come and get me. Man for man, 24 years old, Montreal. I'll be home tomorrow all day. Come and find this hairless little twink. I'm hiding somewhere in the house. It's your job to find me. The front door will be open. This will be a fun game. Your prize is me. I'll already be completely naked and ready to go. I'm expecting you to leave your clothes at the door. There will be toys spread throughout the house for you to use on my... Period. <laughs> We'll use the restraints in the bedroom, in the enema, in the bathroom. But you have to find me first. This is only a game for two, me and you. No more. You can't bring a friend. Last time I played with two bears and I wound up in the hospital for a week. I don't mind being roughed up a little. I just don't want to be torn up again. Email me your first clue. This is only a tomorrow thing. I'll be in my hiding spot after 6 p.m. Come and get me. Must be drug and hepatitis free. No smokers. 420, okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there is our first ad uh, from Montreal. Come and get me. Hey, who doesn't love fun and games? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good good time. Like so, he, so, so if you hit him up, he'll give you the first clue as to where he is in the house. <laughs> um... Only tomorrow, I think we're... I pulled this ad earlier this week, so we I, we missed it. Oh, we missed our, darn. We missed our window. Oh, there that goes. We missed our window of opportunity here. This dude really loves hide and seek. I, by the way, after being torn up by two bears, why are you doing this again? <laughs> <laughs> but I have I have a name that I guarantee it's going to be used, but I thought of a great name. Go ahead. Where's Baldo? Where's Baldo was one in the chat I knew room. it. Okay. Whoa, that's pretty good, Scott. Yeah, thank you. All right, give me some name options. Oh, uh, well, we have Where's Baldo. We have Hide and Freak. We have David Hyde Pierce. Peaky Grinders. Okay. <laughs> catch, uh, catch Adams instead of Patch Adams. Hide and Joe Creep. Henry Twinkler. Oh, man. A lot to choose from here. Yeah. Liv, what do you like best? Uh, the Peaky Grinder one. Peaky, Peaky Grinders. P-E-E. Why? <laughs> that one's good. Um, wound up in the hospital for a week, huh? Yeah, that's real torn up. And we're back at it. <laughs> that's why he only he's, wants one. He's also not very good at hiding. The only thing that would make it be better oh, is if he like lubed himself up so he was hard to catch. Oh yeah. Wink <laughs> <laughs> wink. Oh, I almost got you. Slippery little <laughs> hairless S twink. Slippery little twink. <laughs> 
All right, here we go with ad number two. Liv, coming at you. Man for woman for Shark Week of our own. 49 years old, Victoria, B.C., Canada. This is going to sound crazy, but if you know, you know. Swimming with sharks is one of the best experiences anyone can have. I got divorced 10 years ago, and I've been living my best life to its fullest ever since. The thing that has given me the most adrenaline and buzz is being in the water with sharks. I've never been seriously hurt, but I also haven't been able to combine my favorite thing into it. This is where you come in. I want to have sex in the water while the sharks are around us. I've asked every diver I know and all the instructors in the area. No one is single and the one who is shot me down. I know a beautiful thrill seeker is out there. We can dive the haro. Great whites are rare, but friendly if you know what you're doing. Probably not a great idea to do it when you're on your period, so we'll have to oh. plan a little. Oh, man. <laughs> but just, just be honest, and we'll be totally fine. I know where to find plenty of back trips and salmon sharks if you're up for it. I'll keep you safe, too. I can feel it if we're being watched by the dangerous orcas, or consider me a pro. No cages or protection. Those are for wimps and Americans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Call me a okay. wimp, guys. No. Call me a wimpy American. I'd uh, like to be in a cage. So no cages or, like, protection, like condoms? <laughs> That's oh, what I, I took so. from that, right? Like, there's a play on words there? Or a harpoon. Like, I thought, like, no cages, like a shark cage. Right, or right. Condoms. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I was just thinking, like, no protection from the sharks. No, that's what the cage is for. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. This guy's got a yeah, death I wish. About, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> well, he knows how to handle the sharks. That's what he said. Are, he uh, are orcas dangerous? I don't think you want to They're swim a big no, creature. I, yeah. I think, I think they'll kill orca, you. Is an orca a killer whale? That's the killer yeah. whale. I don't yeah, think yeah, you yeah. want to swim with that. I think they're fine as long as they're not a killer. Oh, wait. They're a killer uh, whale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think... So Orca's just a softened up like name for a killer whale? Mm-hmm. And I feel like having sex in the ocean wouldn't be comfortable. All that salt water up in there? Yeah. <laughs> What's a salmon shark look like? And by the way, that's isn't that cold water? I mean, it's pretty cold water. That's, oh, that's... that's if yeah. you're in Canada, yeah. Victoria is... Uh, is that Vancouver Island? I mean, that's on, yeah, the, that's that's on the coast in the north. That's got to be great white territory. No. Hang on, what and, the heck I mean, all kinds of whales uh, as well. Salmon Well as well. <laughs> we could dive the Haro. Is that an area? I think the Haro. I thought there was a. Yeah, the Haro is like the, um, the thing craft. off the islands. The sand, is that sand. Maybe we're going into, like, a, we're going to an aquarium. San Jose Islands or something, those those islands. Up. Cordova Bay is the Haro. It's like a, a strait or a Haro Strait. Or this, we had a buddy that lived over there for, for quite some time. Here's a salmon shark, by the way. I'm not screwing with that. Oh, or screwing near it. Hey. It, looks like a, it looks like a mackerel and a great white had a kid. That's a salmon shark. Uh, all right, let's get a name for uh, for this guy. Oh, sorry, I was I was uh, I was looking at salmon sharks. Let's see, we have uh, Shark Griswold, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburn. Uh, let's see, uh, That's your winner so far, Lewis and Shark, uh, David Harbor. Uh, let's see, Kim Sharkdashian, but this is a guy. We're, we're a naming guy. a guy here, Shark McGuire. Uh, let's see, David, David Swimmer. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Al Sharkton. Uh, David Swimmer. Is, David uh, Swimmer. Good, yeah. Okay, that's a great. One. <laughs> okay. 
David Swimmer. This ad number two. And finally, Liv and ad number three coming at you. Magic potion on me. Male for female, 56 years old, Calgary. I work at a laundromat and can't help but notice some of the hot ladies that come to drop off their dirty laundry. One day when I opened the laundry bag, a pair of sexy panties laid on top of the dirty clothes pile. I know she purposely placed them on top so I'd notice. I did. I picked them up and did what anyone would do in my situation. I smelled them. Oh. There was a hypnotic potion that her body left for me to discover. She is a frequent customer, and I don't want to scare her away when I tell her thank you for letting me have that moment. I need to have that same feel again without losing my customers. <laughs> if you are a lady that is attractive and wears sexy panties, then please respond. I need to smell your dirty underwear. I need this high again. You can drop them off at my apartment anytime this weekend. Email me with subject magic potion, and then I'll get your info then. I can pay. Oh, good. <laughs> that's, that's great. I ain't oh, well, doing that for could free. Be another revenue stream. Mm -hmm. Good money doing that. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a guy that just wants to smell your underwear. Yeah. Works at a laundromat. Boy, what would his boss think? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Carl, you sniff at the panties again. <laughs> well, how many times uh, another note in your file. I noticed he didn't say bloomers. He said panties. Yeah, panties. Okay. Panties specifically. Panties. I hate that word. Panties. Uh, we missed an opportunity for a freak number two. Great Wyatt. Oh, Great uh, Wyatt. Hey, we can one. change. We can change. We have not thrown the poll up yet. Great Wyatt? Or David Swimmer. What's better? I like David Swimmer. Okay, keep it. Keep it. Okay, keep it in, keep, keeping it. Keeping it. Okay, what? Uh, any questions about this guy here? Mm -mm, nope. No, sounds like a... Honest fella. I, <laughs> I picked them up and did what anyone would do in my situation. I smelled them. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Rolling the dice there. <laughs> One day when I opened the laundry bag, a pair of sexy panties laid on top of the dirty clothes pile. I know she purposely placed them there so I would notice. Mm. Yeah, sure. No. Sure. All right, names for this guy. Uh, Skid Mark. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> a pretty good one. Uh, Peter Sniffin, uh, Whiffy Longstocking, Laundro Matt. Uh, skid Mark. This <laughs> <laughs> okay. so came out hot, right? Skid That's Mark. amazing. Wow. <laughs> good job, man. Uh, pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. All right. Well, there you go. There are your three ads. We've got uh, Peaky Grinders. Yeah, he wants to play hide-and-seek. Uh, just wants you to come over and play naked hide-and-seek. The last time he had two people came over, he ended up in the hospital. Right. Uh, so we don't want that happening again. And then you got uh, David Swimmer. Uh, this guy wants to, with no protection and no cages, maybe that's the same thing, maybe it's not. He wants you to come over and uh, swim in the Harrow, some bay area or something, with, surrounded by sharks, salmon sharks and all that, while you guys do it in the water with sharks and no protection. Yeah, because that's protections for wimps and Americans. <laughs> and then he just heard from Skidmark, the panty sniffer. Yep. <laughs> All right. Who is it going to be, Liv? You got to endorse one of these freaks. It's a tough one. I'm going to go with the Peaky Grinder. Okay. Because that's that's a little weird. And he's had some not-so-great experiences, and yet he wants to do it again. Yet he's back at it, huh? And he's leaving toys scattered around the apartment. That's, yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Uh... Man, I, I'm, I'm, this shark guy here is, who's going to take him up on this? 
Yeah, and that's the thing. An equally crazy I mean, person. it's a fantasy. I can't see anybody. <laughs> I don't know, man. Answering this ad. There's some people out there. If there's one, there's two. Are they going to be wearing life jackets? Because I, I, I feel like it would be hard to like stay afloat well, I mean, and bump uglies. Is he looking for somebody scuba certified? Oh yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah, you there have was, to, right? Yes, he says diver, so like they got gear. How do you, with gear on? How? I don't know. Man. The logistics of this. Yeah, one. that's a yeah. lot. A lot. And, a lot of planning. And it said reef sharks, like the black tip reef sharks. Those are like on the bottom, right? I don't know where salmon's. I'm not Salmon sure. sharks are. So I, are they doing it on the bottom? How would you? S- Wait. Stay down. Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm. Moon, who do you endorse? Man, I don't know. I'm I'm confused as well. Um, unfortunately, we uh, the uh, what was it? The, the skid, skid mark. I yeah, mean, we, we see that a lot. That. We can't dismiss it, but we do see it a lot. At least he's willing to be a paying customer. Number one, we see a lot too with like the toys and like the fun role play stuff. But there's a lot of words being used. Enema. Um, hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Number two is wild, but I guess I'm going to go with uh, with Peaky Grinders. Just because I feel like this is the tip of the iceberg. For this guy. He wants a total stranger coming over. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Going into his house, finding him, <laughs> defiling him. Way. Yeah, we got a guy that's up for more. Yeah, and he's not really that serious about his uh, statements of security because at the end it says, must be drug and hepatitis free, no smokers. All right, well, 420 is okay. So, I mean, you can have some drugs. It's not well, a, no. that big of a deal. The natural drugs. Yeah. No tobacco products. By no. the way, did you notice that number two says, I can feel it if we're being watched by dangerous orcas? <laughs> That's quite the skill. <laughs> I respect that. It's a crazy person. I think number one's a bigger freak. All right, Scott, who are you going with? Yeah, I think number one is definitely the biggest freak this week. Uh, it's close between one and two for me. I, I just... Hey man, endo- I can't see number two happening for this guy. Endorse, uh, in, endorse the uh, the underdog. My heart goes with number one. <laughs> Follow your heart, Riz. I always say that. <laughs> but man, I, I would love to know if number two is going to happen for this guy. Try to follow up. Like if we one day in our you know search for news see a story about an orca, two two divers you know being <laughs> eaten by an orca. Well, no. So, somebody in the Up chat. There in British Columbia. Somebody in the chat said salmon sharks are smaller versions of great whites. Oh. Oof. Like they're kind of after the same stuff. All right. Vote for your favorite freak, Peaky Grinders, David Swimmer, or Skid Mark. And if you've missed any of the ads that re- uh, that uh, live read for you, uh, it'll be up on the podcast after the show. So make sure you listen to that. Uh, let's take a break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, we'll talk to our buddy Polo, who's down at uh, spring training in Jupiter, Florida. Check in with him, see what he's got going on. Crab on celebrities as well. It's uh, 8.35. It's a radio show presented by the Fast Lane. and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Always try the Rizzuto. 
All right, welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Let's go all the way down to Jupiter, Florida, and here's Polo. Hey, good morning, Polo. Buenos días, señor Risuto. ¿Cómo está usted? Saludos desde Florida, aquí en el campamento de los Cardenales. ¿Cómo andamos o okay? qué? Uh, buenos días. Yeah, <laughs> muy, muy bien. Sí, sí, sí. Hey, guys, uh, uh, first of all, uh, hey, Liz, how you doing? Nice to finally kind of like meet you. I, I, I follow you on social media. I follow you with those knuckleheads uh, over at Mardi Gras. I was listening to you guys all morning. And don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You know, it's your first Mardi Gras. I understand. It's like the first party in high school, you know, when you're like 16, 17. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and then you go to a big to a big party and everybody's drunk and you're like, heck, I'm going to do this. But then by seeing you, you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, that's for the 16 year olds to do that. But uh, well, welcome. Welcome to San Luis. Even though I don't live there. I'm welcoming you on behalf of all the Latinos in San Luis. Uh -huh. Bienvenida a San Luis, Liz. Now it's official. Thank you. Thank you. You'll have to say hello for opening day. I'm super excited for opening day. You know what? If you come to opening day, please. Riz's been there. Uh, uh, Moon's been there. Scott's been there. Pretty much everybody who's been part of the, of the Riz show has been there. So now that you're part of the Riz show and 105.7, I'm not going to say the Riz show because then people say, oh, do you hear Polo? This is going to be with the guys now forever. No, no. Hey, I don't know that, right? I have no idea who's going to be there. I have no idea. I don't even know if these guys are going to be there next week. But anyway. Thank you. At this rate. Hey, Liz, come to the booth. You're more than welcome to come to the booth. Oh, it's cool. The best part about the booth, and the guys can tell you, you don't even need to speak Spanish while you're in there. You know, you just need to come in and ready to have some fun. And, and believe me, I'll put a microphone on you. And who knows, maybe you'll call the next, the next big home run. Oh, yeah, I'm all about it. I can cool. roll my R's, you know. I, I can just try to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> can you? Can you? Let's see. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. So you that, I guess. Like, uh, call, she can consider call that a successful too. audition. <laughs> Polo, uh, what's, what's happening uh, in Jupiter? Tell, paint the scene. Where are you right now? Right now, I am right outside the clubhouse, uh, sitting here. Well, actually, I had to move away because, you know, I'm a little loud and people are actually kind of trying to work here. Uh -huh. uh, I can see the media members of uh, St. Louis, MLB.com, The Athletic, St. Louis Post. You know, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch has like 17 writers here in camp. Oh, really? And they, yeah, they all write about the same thing. So and I don't 17 know readers, the Post-Dispatch has 17 <laughs> readers. They have, one for, <laughs> they have one reporter for every reader. Am I right, guys? Print, print news, huh? Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> no, so, so right now, what happens here at camp, I usually I get here at about 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, Jupiter time or Florida mm -hmm. time. So by that time, all of the players are already here. That's when the camp opens for media. Uh -huh. So the doors open, you can go into the clubhouse and talk to the players, set up an interview for later or things like that. And you, it's open for an hour, the clubhouse, right? For media, it's open for an hour. Like if you're a Cardinals broadcaster like myself, you just sneak in, you can stay there for an hour and 15 minutes if you have to. Then you get out and you kind of like sit, compare notes. If you have to write yeah. something, like I said, uh, Katie Wu uh, from The Athletic, she's right here doing some, some notes, some writing. And then at 10 o'clock, so in about uh, 12, 13 minutes, uh, the manager, Oliver Marmol, comes out and talks to the media for about 5, 10 minutes. And, you know, it's every day is the same routine. Every day is the same thing from opening to about 10, like I said, when, when Ali does his interview. Then about 10.05, 10.15, the players start coming out of the clubhouse to the fields in the back. And, and I'm going to say this. For, for Liv and everybody else, and if especially if you're a Cardinal fan, if you haven't ever been to spring training, 
what are you waiting for? Yeah, you this know, we get a, asked. It's we, fun. We used to get asked if we wanted to go down there, and I've always said no. Maybe next year will be the year we go Let's down. Do it, bro. I mean, Let's I'm here. I look, like the guys are starting to, as, as I'm standing right here, I see uh, uh, Nolan Gorman. I see Brandon Donovan walking out of the clubhouse. You know, some of them are going to go to a hit. Some of them are going to go to stretch. Can the you, pitchers can you going, grab one and ask one a question for us? Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, who do we have? <laughs> okay, let, let me. No, no, no wait. No, no. The, 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 the thing is, uh, right now the Latinos are coming out, and they probably won't understand what you're saying. But uh, well, no, you could, and you could translate for us because you'll ask the question yeah. for us. Yeah, no. Let me see if they have the time. First of all, it's, a, it's uh, one. Well, we don't question. need the time. Yeah. It's eight forty-nine here. All right, all right, all right. Let, let me get something, Stubby. Stubby Club, our first base coach. Okay. I'm live right now with the wrist show, the best radio show in St. Louis. They want to ask you a question, Stubby. Are you up for it? I'm five seven and a half. He's five seven and a half. <laughs> All right, Stubby. And he, and he, wait, he's not lying. The next voice you hear is going to be Stubby Club. Give me about thirty seconds. I'm going to put in my headphones on it. Okay, okay. What you got? Hello, Stubby. Hey, it's the radio show here in St. Louis. Hey, just one real quick question for you: How many third graders do you think you could beat up at once? No, none. None. <laughs> not, n- none of that. Mucho love for the kids. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if it's a life or death situation. They're coming at you. If They're mean. You're in a field, and it's it's uh, you you or the kids. How many third graders can you take on at once? I don't know. I've, you've, I've got a picture of me being in the middle of Wizard of the Oz or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a defensive position. Like, I mean, how many is it going to take to take you out? Because I think for I, myself, nine. I, I, I think we would have, a, I think we would have like a big old mishmash of fun, like a WWE mishmash. Yeah, It'd be yeah. fun. Think of it like Children of the Corn. Like they're coming for your life. All right, now you're talking about mean third graders. Yeah, yeah. mean third graders. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want to kill you. Uh, you're talking about mean third graders. See, my wife's a third grade teacher, and, uh, and I, I go in there and I disturb her class all the time. We have a lot of fun in there. <laughs> yeah, not those third graders. Yeah, yeah, yeah not those, those mean third graders. <laughs> the other class. <laughs> I don't know. I might need a couple. I might need a couple of uh, teammates or, or coaching mates to help me out there. All right. Well, well, Stubby, you're, you're 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 painting a vicious picture on me. Well, just just <laughs> think about it, and next time we talk to you, have an answer, okay? Yeah, you got to think about All it. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> there he is. Thanks, Thanks, thank you. Great, Stubby. Oh, that's Stubby awesome. Clap, uh, first base coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that that uh, I don't know what uh, you were asking him because he had headphones on. He's like, what's wrong with you, Polo? Who are these people, man? They're nuts. Well, I, asked him, uh, I asked him the question, how many third graders do you think he could beat up at once? Oh, <laughs> well, he's 5'7". Um, he is Canadian. He played hockey, so he probably can beat up at least five or six. You're talking about right right now? Like like beat him up right now as, yeah. a, as a 45-year-old He's dude? in a field. He's in a field. It's life or death. There's a, there's 100 third graders coming at him. A swarm. Ha- a swarm mm-hmm. of third graders surrounding him. How many could he take on at once? Oh. Uh, and successfully th- get through. Are, th- are this third graders from uh, Catholic school or public school? It's a mixture. It's a mixture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, Good question. It's a mixture. I mean, uh, are there any Mexicans in there? <laughs> oh, there's, there's a couple, two, three yeah. Mexicans in there. A couple, ah, man. I mean, the, the Mexicans are the wild card. Yeah, we don't we, we don't care. You know, I was drinking coffee at the age of eight. So, <laughs> you know, when you're when you're in third grade, you're like what, fourteen, fifteen? Third grade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so some of them how, how many times were you held back? 
<laughs> you know what? I, I I did my high school in five years, and in Mexico, high school is only three years. So um, that, 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 that was a lot of fun. But yeah, that's what happens here. Now the players are most of them are out. Uh, they're you know, again is walking in front of me. All of them are chewing gum at uh, nine fifty. Some of them are chewing tobacco. Hey, I see. Hey, Polo. Polo, don't, so you don't have to take your headphones. I want you to ask one of the players how many third graders do they think they could beat up at once. Okay. Uh, Paulie, have a second. Um, I, I'm going to ask Paul DeYoung, our, our shortstop here. The great yeah. Paul, um, Paul I, I'm live with uh, the Rasuda Show. You listen to 105.7 The Point. Do you want to go to interviews? They're coming in, uh, in uh, May, I think. Guns N' Roses. Oh, you're going to be playing. Ah, he's he's going to be busy. The question is, Paul DeYoung, how many third graders can you beat up at once right now? <laughs> I didn't know that there would be an actual competition for this, but I'd say a nice baker's dozen. Oh, a, yeah. a baker's dozen. Yes, boy. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. There you go. Perfect. Twelve. So, so thirteen. He yeah, can get. He can. He can. He can beat up thirteen at once without a bat. Right. So, I like um, it. There you go. Any other players I, around? Uh, 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 Jordan Walker. Okay, Jordan, Jordan Walker Mo is a top prospect. Okay, ask him the Jordan. same question. I'm live on radio right now. 105.7, the yeah, point of the show. They want me to, uh, how, how tall are you? Like 6'2? 6'6. 6'6. He's like, you're, you're 17, right? I'm <laughs> 20. Oh, he's 20 now. He's 20. One more year, he's be legal to drink. Right. Wink, wink. Um, how many third graders can you beat up at once right now? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> I said, give me at least a hundred. Just bag oh, yourself for yeah. little things. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I like hey, the confidence. Uh, I like that. Hey, Joe, hey, hey, look, Riz, you say you don't believe him? No. Google him. Google him. Once you see his picture, you say, you, you, you're going to say, only a hundred? He can't beat up about 150. <laughs> you get like, like, for real. If they take him down, he's done. You got a couple he third said, graders on his legs and take him down, it's he, over. He said if they take you down and start biting you, you're done. No, I'm not. No, no it's easy. I'm not going to take me down. You're relentless. They're not going to take me down. I, I guarantee you that. There you go. Dang, there, you go. there you go. A hundred. A hundred. Okay, I'm going to have hey, – Mason Wynn, same question I asked Jordan Walker. I'm live on the radio. Okay. You are – well, you're 5'11"? 5'10". 5'10". Let's say 5'11". Yeah, sure. We'll say 6'0". Uh, nah, don't <laughs> So, how many third graders can you beat up at once right now? Wow. If you had to, not that you are, you are good. If I had, you said 100? Yeah. Dude, I mean, I think 50 is probably taking me down, bro. 50? That's 100. <laughs> that's 100 feet. Bro, that's 100 feet. They're having a debate here. I don't know if you can hear them. I'm going to go 50. I think I think 50, even then, would be, that'd be a struggle. But I could probably take a few punches. 100 hands, 150. You back yourself into a corner. They can't all get you. Okay, Jordan Walker's sharing his tactics. Is that if you back yourself into a corner, you can just beat him up and kick him. Well, Jordan Walker got one the one and you swing well, him and you hit the other like ones me. with him. We got we got to have a little bit. They're still going about this. Advantage. I'm going 50. <laughs> well, I think I can beat 50. 51, 51 is probably beating me. <laughs> the whole clubhouse is going to be 50. arguing about this all day. Guys, <laughs> 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 okay, so so Jordan Walker said 100. Uh, Mason Winston 50, and then Jordan Jordan Walker kind of convinced them to go into a corner, and then Mason Wins at 75. So, guys, if this is not breaking news and 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 and. and, and Earth-shattering uh, uh, journalism. I don't know what it is. Well, well, Paul, if you can do me a favor, I know, I know you're going to be down there. You know, how, how long are you staying for? 
Until Tuesday. Until unless, Tuesday. Un- hey, unless, unless Hover sends me some money and I can stay longer. But, uh, you yeah, know. You're not sending any money. Uh, you cut from the budget. Uh, we just got new chairs in the studio, so they cut the polo budget. Um, yeah. So- <laughs> How many chairs do you? How many chairs do you guys got? Because you know, every time I go there, there's less and less and less. No, no, you we got. got we got a chair for you, Polo. Um, <laughs> so, so, and, and you had a couple days left down at spring training. Uh, make that the yeah. question you ask every player and kind of get us an answer. Wait, let, let me ask Nolan one quick question. Nolan Arenado, guys, I'm live on the radio. How many third year old? Uh, uh, how many third graders can you beat up at once right now? If you had to. I was beat up. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, Miles, Michael said all of them, and Nolan. How many kids are in this class? Uh, Fifty. Thirty-five. Nolan Arenado says thirty-five. Still respectful. And Miles, Michael says everything. Okay, I'm gonna ask one in Spanish. Caballo, paisa, Giovanni Gallegos, Giovanni, estoy en la radio en vivo en directo. ¿Cuántos, cuántos niños de tercer año de primaria podrías Noquear ahorita de una si tuvieras que pelearte con ellos. No, 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 pero si se te dejan venir encima los chamacos, ¿qué vas a hacer? ¿Que te peguen? ¿Cuántos tú? Genesis Cabrera says, with two kicks he can take down ten. So Gio said, if he has to, he will slap him, and then what? How many? ¿Cuántos? Tres, cuatro, lo primero que lleguen. I cannot, I cannot tell you what, what, what's going on right now because uh, <laughs> he said three or four. <laughs> hey, that's uh, beautiful. Polo, enjoy, enjoy your stay down there. Yeah, uh, have fun with the, with the guys. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll, we'll check in. Oh, I'm off on Monday. Um, yeah. You're back on Tuesday. So you're, you're leaving Tuesday, huh? That's right, man. When you get back, we'll have a La Silla waiting for you. La <laughs> Silla waiting for you. So, all right, guys. Hey. What, Polo, when are you, when are you coming to town? Uh, San Luis, I am supposed to be there around March 28th or so. All right, so that first week, uh, make sure you come in. Hey, you know, you know it. I'll be there at 5:55. Just give me my coffee and don't spill the beans like last time you did when you opened the whole coffee maker. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. You were there for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy, no. Yeah. All right, Paula, we love you, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your time in Jupiter. Thank you, guys. From uh, Jupiter, Florida, Cardinals camp. I'm Paula Sensor reporting for the Risk Show. There it yeah. is. Love you, buddy. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. That's how you interview people. That dude goes. That was incredible. 100. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All right, quick break. We'll come back and Moon's got crap on celebrities. Hey guys, this is Bert Kreischer. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Just a programming note tomorrow on the program, Kevin Farley's going to be here. That's Chris Farley's brother. No Kevin way. Farley. Oh, he's been on the show before. That's cool. This would be a second timer for, yep. uh, for Kevin. All right. He's already, and he's already got a certificate ready. Yeah, so Kevin Farley also, uh, who else we got coming on tomorrow? Big J. Oh, Big Okerson. J. Okerson, that's right. And our buddy Mike's going to be here tomorrow. Full house. Full house tomorrow. Solid. Uh, On the instant feedback, uh, Scott would like to point out that under pressure, Riz choked. The question was fifth graders, not third graders. We we couldn't remember what it was. Was it fifth graders? It was third graders. graders. Third graders is more fun because once they're fifth graders, they're like little adults. What does it matter? (laughs) What does it matter, Scott? Well, Walker would have probably had 
50 if it was uh, fifth graders. What does it matter? <laughs> They're not really fighting third graders or fifth graders. <laughs> I bet Arnoto would have said 17. How was that choking under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hypothetical, you jerk. <laughs> Anyway, today is uh, February 23rd. Back in the day, 83 years ago, 1940, Woody Guthrie writes, This land is your land. 78 years ago, 1945, Associated Press photographer Joe Rosenthal took the iconic photo in Japan, the raising of the U.S. flag on Iwo Jima. And if you look more into that story, like the story of the flag raising, it's pretty sad. I think all those guys who raised that flag wind up dying within the next month. Wow. In battle. Yeah. Uh, 40 years ago today, 1983, Men at Work won the Best New Artist Award. Richard Pryor won Best Comedy Recording at the 25th Grammy Awards. Willie Nelson, Always on My Mind, won Song of the Year. And Toto won Album of the Year and Record of the Year on The Strength of Rosanna. Uh, 29 years ago, 1994, Nancy Kerrigan came home with a silver medal from the Winter Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway. That's the Olympics where she got clubbed and still wound up competing. Tanya Harding placed 10th. 24 years ago, 1999, Eminem puts out the Slim Shady LP. And two years ago today in 2021, Tiger Woods crashes his car driving south of Los Angeles, injuring both his legs. And that was the bad one. They thought they may have to amputate one of those legs. Oof. That was two years ago today. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Crap is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. Brighthousecode.com, 636-600-0188. Pink, we were just talking about her yesterday. Uh, she says Madonna hates her, or at least doesn't like her. Uh, she goes back uh, to when Regis Philbin was on TV, and here she is explaining. Here's Pink. Madonna doesn't like me. She tried to play me on Regis and Kelly, and I didn't, I'm not, you know. It's just such a silly story because I actually love Madonna. I love her no matter what. Such an inspiration to me. But it sort of got twisted around that I was, like, fangirling and was dying to meet Madonna when, in actuality, she invited me into her dressing room. And so I just said a joke when Regis brought me out. He's like, how does it feel to meet you? Like, I mean, I heard you're just falling over yourself backstage. How does it feel? I'm like, I thought she wanted to meet me. Ooh, damn. If we got to pick sides, I'm going pink. I've only had nice uh, interactions yeah. with her, she and Madonna owes nice. me dinner. Oh. She seems very nice. Um, still, still Yeah, better. pink doesn't seem like she's the type that would fall over herself for anyone. So, yeah. And, but we're all fans of somebody. I mean, is sure, there anybody think, that you would totally geek out oh, over? Oh, I, yeah. I was actually talking to Ryan about this, about celebrities that we would absolutely fangirl over. Who? Paul Rudd for you, right? I mean, I might. My, my list was John Cena... Michael C. Hall. Who's oh, the wow. other one? There was someone else on my list, I too. feel like guys and gals, Paul Rudd would be one of those. Paul, mm -hmm. yeah. I would love to meet Paul or, Rudd. Or Ben Stiller. If I saw Ben oh. Stiller, I'd go, oh, my gosh, I have so much to talk to you about, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think those two, I'd be happy to meet them. I wouldn't geek out over them. Like, I geeked out when I saw Derek Jeter. Mm. Like, my voice reached the register that... Yeah, the, I, I thought my wife was going to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, see, for me, John Cena was my high school crush. Like, that was the celebrity. Hey. So, like, my That's inner type, child huh? would probably, like, be okay. like, oh, my God. Yeah, because I had that moment where unexpectedly ran into Ben Folds. And uh, 
we like kind of ran into each other and I did the whoa. <laughs> I was like, I love your music, man. He's like, thanks. <laughs> I can't believe I said whoa. Yeah, but I, even I think Pink would geek out over, you know, over everybody, everybody's got that person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I blacked out when I was talking to Garth the first time. Oh, I would die if I talked to Garth. I was like, uh, I mean, obviously I said things. We had a full conversation. I don't remember what most of it entailed. Gave there's your video, credit card info. There's video uh, at my old radio station of, of uh, Ozzy Osbourne meeting Paul McCartney for the first time. Whoa. And Ozzy geeking out. Really? I love that. That's pretty That's cool. Really neat. I mean, who wouldn't geek out with with McCartney, though. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Uh, so after last year's infamous slap, the Oscars are making sure they're prepared for anything. They went as far as assembling a, quote, crisis team. <laughs> An Academy executive told uh, Time Magazine, because of last year, we've opened our minds to the many things that can happen at the Oscars, but these crisis plans, the crisis communication teams and structures we have in place will be there. What the hell's that? <laughs> I don't know, man. A bunch of people in plain, in plain tuxes on uh, in front row just to make sure they stop no, somebody? They're, they're in tuxes with orange vests on. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be sitting what? here what with the crisis that? team. I'm part of the crisis team. For what? Who knows? Who knows? Just in I, case somebody else gets slapped. I guess, yeah, I guess. I guess in case somebody gets all juiced up and wants to run up and do something. Ready stupid. for anything? I don't know, man. Uh, Paris Hilton and her husband Carter. Is it Reum? Room? I can't. I don't know how to pronounce. It I think name. it's. Uh, I think it's who cares. <laughs> okay, so Paris Hilton and her husband Carter, who cares, uh, welcomed a baby boy last month. Paris didn't carry him. They used a surrogate, and yesterday Paris revealed his name. It's Phoenix Baron Hilton. Ah, who cares? Phoenix. Uh, Paris read an excerpt from her upcoming memoir on Instagram uh, where she talks about how she came up with the name years ago while searching a map for cities, countries, and states. Obviously, she has a thing for that. Her name is Paris. She has a girl. She wants oh, to name yeah. her London. Uh, she also added that the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly again. I want my son to grow up knowing that disaster and triumph go around like, and I like come places. around. <laughs> She's a nice gal, dude. She's way smarter than I you like think places. she is. <laughs> Nice gal. Uh, a she judge smarter than me? Uh, no, I said she's smarter than you think she is. And oh, yeah. smarter than you. <laughs> Probably <laughs> smarter than this you. This should be a game show. Are you smarter than Paris Hilton? Yeah, she's, she's I nice. I like places, too. She's nice. <laughs> a judge sentenced the That's man uh, guilty of gunning down Nipsey Hussle to 60 years to life in prison. The sentence was given to L.A. Uh, in L.A. on Wednesday. 33-year-old Eric Holder Jr. will be found, or had been found guilty of first-degree murder in 2019's shooting death of Hussle. Uh, last July, a jury also found Holder guilty of two counts of attempted voluntary manslaughter and two counts of assault with a firearm for gunfire, as uh, two others were injured in the shooting. Uh, so here's a jingle for a new hot sauce, and I want you to tell me who you think is singing and writing okay. this jingle. Here we go. New hot sauce. I know the answer, but uh, for the rest of you guys. Jingle, Ted, make your tongue jingle. Do you need it again? I'll play it again. Listen closely. Jingle, Ted, make your tongue jingle. Tingly Ted makes your tongue tingle. It is a very famous, very famous artist. One could argue the most famous artist, male. S uh, solo in, male. In, in the last couple years. Last couple years. One could argue the most famous as far as like relevant spreads. He sounded British. Uh-huh. Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Oh. 
has teamed up with Heinz to launch a new hot sauce range called Tingly Ted's. <laughs> the sauce comes in two flavors, tingly and extra tingly. And has been developed by the singer over the last two years. Uh, connect with Tingly Ted's on social media for more and visit tinglyteds.com to pre-order. Here's him talking about it. All right. Tingly Ted himself. I love my food. That's my secret. But the older I get, the more I need spice. So we've developed a hot sauce called Tingly Ted's. I've developed this over time with some expert hot sauce makers. We've basically whittled it down to the best flavors, the best chilies. And I wanted it the same consistency as ketchup. And I wanted something that took pride of place on the shelf or in the fridge that didn't just get relegated to the cupboard with all the other hot sauces. Tingly Ted makes your tongue tingle. <laughs> Uh, so remember that scene from Game of Thrones back in 2019 where you could clearly see somebody's uh, Starbucks? Cup oh, yeah, it was the, the last episode. It was last season, cup. right? Yeah, and then remember they digitally like got rid of it for yeah. whatever. Uh, well, LG, well, HBO has done it again. Who's watching The Last of Us? Yeah. I have not seen it yet. It's awesome. It's on the list. You'd like it. Uh, well, if you've, uh, if you've been watching, there's a scene where two characters are crossing a bridge. It's in the last episode. And during the wide overhead shot, you can clearly see the film crew off to the side. <laughs> Left side. I you can see it. like two two sections of them, too. They totally blew this shot. And it's a beautiful wide shot of the bridge. And there's two whole groups of film crew uh, just sitting, doing their doing crazy. work. So they shoot it. So they do the principal photography. And then it's got to go to the editor. So this up, and, and it goes through a bunch of different levels. Before it gets on a TV. Yeah. yeah. The person that most went, uh, went, that, uh, went most viral for posting it, you know, and pointing it out said, how do these multi-million dollar productions miss this stuff? I, I'm more precious with my five-minute YouTube drone video. Yeah, nuts. Now, if you look at it on a still, you actually may have a difficulty pointing them out because they do kind of blend in with the trees. It's like, you know, it's a snow-covered scene with some dark trees kind of sticking through, and they're just like dark dots. Not dots, mm. but... Uh, can you clearly see them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once but once you see them, you one, can't unsee them. Mm. But it's probably one of those deals where they... It was one of those shots you just can't redo, and they're like, you know, it's not bad enough to do it. Oh, before we move too, too far ahead, uh, Liv saw Cocaine Bear last night. Oh, yeah, yes. Please reveal. So, First off, I'm going to answer some questions. Okay. We were uh, looking at the Rotten Tomatoes yesterday, and because it hadn't been reviewed or put out there or screened, there was zero. So, question number one: You went to Alamo Draft House? Yes. Okay. How cool was that place? That was really freaking cool. I'd never been to one before, and it was amazing. Okay, so that's down by the Foundry. Yes. Uh, explain what I mean. How is it different than any other theater? It's a little more like higher brow almost. Like they have so <laughs> many brews on out. tap. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I'm here to see a cocaine bear. And what was great is so I, <laughs> I went up to the bar just because we were there early and so they're giving me like samples and because I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I'm to here choose. for the feature film, cocaine bear. <laughs> and he's like, so what kind of beers do you like? And he gave me some samples and like that was a really cool experience. And the theater itself was ginormous. How Recliners. Yeah, reclining chairs. The, so the, they will feed you. They assign you like your own server when you're and in they the theater. Feed you? Like so they like they take the fork and put the fork that in your mouth. Nice. <laughs> that is lovely. They have the menu like have right the in the little table thing. that swivels. Oh, nice. It's really cool. So you could you could order from your seat? Yeah. I love like, digitally? Yeah, you write it no you write it down on a piece of paper and your waitress comes over. Okay. And they bring you, your popcorn comes in a metal bowl. Oh, that's nice. Ooh. I love how she's like, uh, it's Wait. more highbrow. Yes, I'm here to drink beer and watch a movie about a drugged bear. Yes. <laughs> that's you know, great. <laughs> Take care of me, please. I'm either going to go see this this weekend or Ant-Man. Maybe I'll go there. 
should. A la Draft House. Absolutely. Okay, so as far as the movie goes, on a a grading scale, Mm -hmm. what would you give it? On your standard school grade scale. I'll go with an eight. Wow. An A for what it is. I mean, it's hard to compare. I mean, if you're looking at comedies, if we're just in a comedy bubble, I mean, that there were belly laughs that happened. Did you say the number eight or A? Eight. Eight. I need an A, B, C, D, E, or F. Yeah, you got it. No E. A letter grade. A letter grade. Uh, Standard letter grade. Minuses or pluses are, are involved. I'm just saying A minus. A minus. And what's really fun, and this is what I love about St. Louis people, is there's like a small St. Louis tie into the movie. So every time St. Louis was brought up, the theater was like, woo, that's us. I will tell you, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 100%. Because it's fantastic. It's exactly what it needed to be. Exactly. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, now I'm intrigued because the trailer didn't sell me, man. No. Now that score will go down as more reviews come in. Look, you're not getting some these are, poetic these are, masterpiece. So it's 100% for, for critics. Critics give it 100%. Wow. The ones that have checked in already. That's I loved wild. it. That's it was wild. it was just fun from beginning to end. Good for I'm gonna uh, see Elizabeth good, Banks. Yeah, good yeah. for her. She seems super she, she gets prolific it. and on it. There is some gore, just so you know. You're going to see some entrails. Okay. Well, it's cartoony though, right? <laughs> I mean, it's unfunny. Like, yeah. It's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It's great. All right, good. Uh, we announced yesterday, and so did everybody else, that uh, When We Were Young, festival organizers have added a second date. October 22nd, it's going to feature this exact same bill. October 21st does. Headliners, Blink-182, Green Day, other acts like uh, uh, Rise Against, Sum 41, Simple Plan, Goldfinger, uh, Newfound Glory. We are all playing it on the second day as well. Go get tickets. Uh, now you can get all the info uh, the uh, Las, Las Vegas Fairgrounds and on the festival information um, it's up on the website and their socials whenwewereyoungfestival.com uh, there's a new version of Mean Girls in the works based on the Broadway musical version Tina Fey is back as the teacher Miss Norbury and uh, also as a writer and a producer and the girls will obviously be played by younger actresses but the original stars Lindsay Hawn is that how she says it? Who? Lindsay Lawn. 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 Uh, Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried, and Lacey, is it Chabert? Chabert. 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 Okay. Uh, they were reportedly going to have roles until the studio insulted them. <gasps> Supposedly, Paramount offered them way too little money, and they all turned it down. Quote, all four girls were willing to come back, but Paramount has been not respectful of what they were worth. As of now, negotiations are stalled. Okay. We'll see what happens. Here's here's a look at what's coming. That was Netflix. a good movie. Yes, fantastic. That was a good movie. Netflix in March. Whether you're in the mood for a classic rom com like Sleepless in Seattle, that's March first. Or you're in the mood for a silly sequel like Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston's Murder Mystery Two, available March 31st. I liked the first one. Yeah, the first one was great. <clears throat> I thought it was great. Uh, Burlesque, the Hangover trilogy, also arrives March 1st, along with Magic Mike XXL, National Lampoon's Animal House, Chris Rock's Selective Outrage, and Netflix Comedy arrives on March 4th. The series U, Season 4, Part 2, hits Netflix March 9th. The I Am Legend sequel. Remember I talked about this a couple days ago? Just sort of, I said I read an article that they might be bringing Yeah, we talked about zombies yesterday. It's going to feature a time jump as well as rewriting the first film's original ending. The, the film's producer and writer, Akiva Goldsmith, made the revelation during a recent conversation uh, and said well, he that... He dies, right, at the end? Is yes. Is it inferred that he dies at, at the end? Not in the alternate version. There, apparently, there was a second version that Which they released so that I never better. saw. 
Dude, here's the crazy thing. My, we just watched this a family movie night because my kids are like getting a little bit older and they kind of wanted something scary. And I thought this was perfect. I love Francis Lawrence, the director, love him. At the end of the movie, my girls both went, that was the worst movie I've ever seen because they were so sad. Yeah, watch the alternate ending. It makes it so much better. Didn't know it existed. Oh. So apparently this guy was super, or uh, Akiva Goldsmith, super, super into The Last of Us. Said it's a huge inspiration for his plans when it came to the film. They're going to start a few decades later than the first. Uh, he said, I'm obsessed with The Last of Us, where we see the world just post-apocalypse, uh, but also 20 to 30 years afterwards. So that's going to inspire the whole thing. It's going to go back to the original film. Uh, feature film cut of the film that was the alternate ending, and in that ending, Smith's character actually survives. Now, they they are saying that they're going to trace back to the original Matheson book and that Smith will be back. Yeah. So, uh, they're also saying Michael B. Jordan is also going mm. to start. Reba McIntyre joining this uh, the season of The Voice as a mega mentor. She'll advise contestants who make it through the battle rounds as they prepare for knockouts. The show premieres March 6th on NBC. Mandalorian gets ready for its season three premiere. And John Favreau said the season four is already uh, written. Check this out. A Wheel of Fortune contestant was one letter away from a trip to Antigua when she appeared to zone out and miss an obvious letter to complete oh, the no. answer during Monday night's episode. <laughs> a shocked audience member actually broke one of the show's diehard rules and could be heard yelling in the background after <laughs> the contestant made the error. The, um, we go easy here because this is teen week and all of us space out on some obvious okay, ones right. and this is a teenager. Here's some audio from it. See if you can hear the audience member exclaim in the background. Okay. Uh, solve it or spin it or but do something quickly. Um, I'll spin that. it. Okay. okay. What letter for you? I'll go with a G. What? <laughs> uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I, I put a little jot in there. <laughs> but you can hear it very faintly. There's a gal in the background that goes, what? <laughs> like, and I mean, you could hear it. You could hear it on TV. You could hear it in the audio. It was way funnier to put a little John. Okay, in there. but it was it was F R E space H, tropical Sorry. fruit. F R E space H, tropical fruit. And she spun, got six hundred and fifty, and said, G. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did uh? Anybody know? Has anybody watched Wheel of Fortune? Pat Sajak, as the years go on, gets a little more shorter and shorter with the contestants. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. But he was really nice. He said, yeah, you know, we all... I, I don't know. I forgot what he said. Here, you want to hear that again? Uh, just see if you can hear the lady again. Uh, solve it or spin it or... But do something quickly. <laughs> okay. Do something okay, quickly. for you? I'll go with a... G. What? <laughs> uh, Juliana. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. Missed out on the 650 bucks and the trip to Antigua. All right, celebrity celebrating birthday today. Emily Blunt is 40. That's a John Krasinski's wife. Aziz Ansari is 40. Dev on Master of None. Tom Haverford from uh, Parks and Rec. And a lightning rod for Bad Date Horror Stories. Josh Gad, who is Olaf the Snowman in Frozen, is 42. Nisi Nash from Reno 911 is 53. Damon John, he is on Shark Tank. He's the founder and CEO of FUBU. He is 54. Skippy from Family Ties, Mark Price is 55. Kristen Davis, who is Charlotte on Sex and the City, is 58. Brad Whitford, who is the rhythm guitarist for Aerosmith, is 71. 
and Patricia Richardson. Who's that? Patricia Richardson is Tim Allen's wife on uh, Home Improvement. That's right. Whoa! She nice. is uh, 72 today. Did I feel like Riz. Really? 72. Good God. <clears throat> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lexi Erickson. And today's birthday girl has been in 89 fine films, including 18 and Easy. She was in The Bitch Boy, Booty Duty 1, The Clock Strikes Bazaar on Butt Row. <laughs> oh, this movie. Hung Out Wet, which I don't like that okay. at all. No. Butt Row. That sounds like something that uh, Scooby-Doo says. Butt Row. <laughs> uh, Sweet Ass Candy 3, Water Babies 3, and who could forget her role in 1997's Dr. Prickson's Sex Clinic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lexi Erickson is 50 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I don't know if I said that right. Dr. Prickton's sex clinic. There we go. I got it. Oh, there she is. Patricia Richardson. I was trying to find uh, a picture, a recent picture of her, but... Well, the one with her and silver hair is pretty... But I think that was from a no movie way. role from long ago. She kind of doesn't look any different. She looks great. She's aged gracefully. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got sports and uh, King Scott's got your headline good. Hi, I'm Carrie Underwood wishing you a happy... Birthday, Riz. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Let's get to sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. So now we just talked to Apollo, who's down at spring training in Jupiter. We really didn't talk much Cardinal baseball. But it was... It, it was, was fantastic. It was entertaining. I think we learned a lot. We sure did. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Cardinals go, uh, Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis will start the first two Cardinal games of spring training this weekend. Both are expected to, I don't know, maybe two innings. They're around 35 pitches. Uh, the games are set for Saturday and Sunday at Roger Dean Stadium. Both could possibly make one more Cardinal spring training start early March before the World Baseball Classic on normal rest. Starting pitching assignments beyond the first two games have not yet been announced, but it's expected Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, and Stephen Matz will all have starting opportunities in the next couple weeks. That's right, Scott. Cardinal baseball. I'm so excited. How about Blues hockey? Uh, tonight, home against the Vancouver Canucks. Game starts at 7. So the Battlehawks, Kakao. Kakao. Won their first XFL game on Sunday. Dude, that was a hell of a game. Hell of a game. All you need to watch is the last several minutes. It was not a great <laughs> game, the first, you know, the first part. It was a little yeah. sloppy, but they'll, you know, they'll get in a rhythm. Uh, how were the TV ratings? Well, the game peaked at 2.3 million viewers during the broadcast. On average, they had 1.6 million viewers. That was the most watched XFL game opening weekend. Fantastic. How about that? Come on. Yes. Uh, the next closest game in viewership was the Vegas Vipers at the Arlington Renegades with 1.5 million viewers. That was the first game uh, the XFL showed that weekend. So we did good as far as ratings go. Them. Go us. Yeah. Online, hashtag Kaka was trending in the top 10 nationally on Twitter. Yeah. You're right. Cause the law. Uh, you're welcome, XFL. Yeah. You're welcome, Earth, again. You're welcome for that. Uh, the Battlehawks so play the Seattle Sea Dragons tonight in Seattle. Game starts at 8. You could watch it on FX and ESPN+. Plus. Okay. I didn't know they were showing them on, uh, on FX. Maybe get you know maybe tune over tonight, Moon. 
Such a thing. Love. I don't have FX, but I do have the uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah, I believe so. That comes with like the Disney bundle, right? Is yeah, that the thing yeah. that comes there with you that. Go. Right. Tonight, cook off. Cook off. Uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway will be hosting two job fairs this week. There was one yesterday, so you missed that. But you could go on Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon. The job fair is going to be held in the Infield Media Center inside the uh, the Oval Track. Bring a resume, bring identification. You can grab an application at www.raceway.com slash job dash application. Or you could just grab one there. A ton of positions are open at the track and the Gateway Carplex. Uh, they've also launched a paid internship announcer program for students in broadcasting curriculums. That's pretty cool. So check this out. Students in programs that focus on broadcasting, journalism, or photography can apply for the internships. You're going to be paid for your time working at the track. Riders will be expected to interview drivers and write post-race uh, post stories. Photographers will take pictures in the pit area capture the racing action. Cool. Announcers will learn how to host an event and tell a live audience what's happening on the track. That's great. That is fantastic. That's a a pretty awesome opportunity. And uh, finally, according to the Las Las Vegas Raiders tight end, Darren Waller, Tom Brady almost joined the Raiders after he left the Patriots back in 2019. So apparently, and this is crazy, Dana White, head of the UFC, worked on a deal to get Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski to the Raiders in the spring of 2020. So he was like a middleman, apparently. <laughs> However, the then Vegas coach, John Gruden, blew the deal up in the 11th hour. <laughs> and the Raiders ultimately kept Derek Carr as a starting quarterback until late in the uh, 2022 season. Uh, and we all know, you know, Tom wound up signing with the Buccaneers and later got a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. <laughs> Super Bowl 55. All right, that is your sports, uh, King Scott. Yes, sir. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. What's going on in the news today? Today. All right, King Scott, make live laugh. A California man set a Guinness record by visiting Disneyland for 2,995 straight days, and the record is world's saddest man. Home Depot is raising the pay of its store workers to a minimum of $15 an hour, and management couldn't wait to share the good news with their store workers, but as usual, no one could find them. A very rare blizzard warning was issued for Southern California, and the Real Housewives prepared for the cold by injecting their faces with hot cocoa. Drinking Coke and Pepsi can lead to larger testicles and higher testosterone, and this is why neither will be available anymore at Porsche dealerships. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Season four of Love is Blind will premiere on March 24th. And if you've never seen it, it's a show about all the women who've dated Pete Davidson. (laughs) A theater in Montclair, New Jersey is hosting Bring Your Own Baby matinees because the markup on the babies they sell at the concession stand are just outrageous. All right, now here's some dad jokes. You ready to laugh? Let's slow down on these. you got to let these marinate Oh, these are good ones. these These are good ones. These are called home runs. If you want a job in the moisture industry, the best advice I can give you is to apply daily. <laughs> moisturizer. What did I say? Moisture. Ah, you said the moisture I industry. I like moisture. If you want a job in the moisturizer industry, the best advice I could give you is apply daily. Ew. All right, here's the other home runs. <laughs> I, don't under- I don't understand the hate lazy people get. They didn't do anything. I bought a new muzzle for my pet duck the other day. Nothing fancy, but it fits the bill. Hey! 
What's the leading cause of dry skin? Why? Towels. <laughs> and finally, and finally, what do you call a hen looking at lettuce? What do you call a hen looking at lettuce? Chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> May the goofy with you. And also with you. Thank you. Wow. Was that a home run? It should have ended with the uh the uh the Duckville? The Duckville one. <laughs> I thought I know you like that. the goo one. button there. Yeah. Oh, now that sounds better. Uh, one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Oh, boy, that is it for us. It's the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fast Lane, and we are done. Donnie Fandango's next. First off, thank you, Liv. Anytime. Happy to be here. Thursdays with Liv. We get freaky. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Uh, if you missed any of the ads being read, uh, make sure you check out the podcast for all that stuff. But also, thanks, uh, thanks to Polo. Yeah, Polo Asensio uh, down in Jupiter, Florida, <laughs> doing the Lord's work down there for us. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, spring training. He's our he's our uh, our guy on the ground. Can you believe uh, he got he got half the damn team to come over and answer yeah. the question he was asking him, and it was amazing. And you know that's going to be the topic of the day yeah. between the players. They're all talking about it in the clubhouse right now, arguing <laughs> like you know, like. But what if you back yourself into a corner? And and use one of them as a weapon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we had everybody yeah. from uh, Stubby Clap to Nolan Arenado on the air today. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, what a day. The Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today, make sure you check out the podcast, all podcast directories. Leave us a rating and review. You can check out that entire interview with Polo and half the dang team. Uh, asking them how many evil third graders could they take. We also threw it up on our social media at R-I-Z-Z show, so y'all can argue Not about it. Not take to school, but like, to, you know, take, <laughs> right. take them out. Being attacked. Take yes, them out. If you were being attacked. In an open field, I believe, was yes, the, uh, yes. the original argument. No, no corners to back into. Uh, weigh in, use the stitches and the duets and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and see. Tell us for, for yourself how many you think you could take or we could take as well. Up on the blog, Riz News, Crap on Celebrity Sports, everything we covered on the show today, including maybe... The most disturbing result of a study recently that says one in four men aren't washing their underwear. We're talking four, five days? Can't be. But Can't be. But apparently that it. is what the study oh, says. Also, uh, a groom was busted for maybe doing the strangest thing of all time with his mom in the bathroom right before. Check out that story. And a kid's parents were catching a lot of heat because they basically built super shoes for like a four or five-year-old kid to ride rides, and people are lighting them up. Yep. Lighting them up. 1057thepoint.com slash res. We also had douchebag. You wanna get you're gonna want to check it all out. The podcast title today is Mommy, I Want Some Milkies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tomorrow for the Big Friday show, uh, our buddy Mike joins us. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Farley is going to be here. Big J. Okerson is going to be here. Hopefully we have time for Friday Fail Stories, and we'll have the Freak of the Week winner when we sign on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, anything else? Mm. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Riz, uh, Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Hot Shots, proud sponsor Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Villa Ridge, Missouri. Jessica Gear is our The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.